The following was recorded in front of a live studio audience at the Studio 21 Podcast Cafe. This is the United Podcast Network. Broadcasting live from the Toscano Cigar Soundstage in Salem, New Hampshire, USA. And broadcasting around the world, this is the Cigar Authority. Transmitting since 2010, the Cigar Authority is the longest-lasting cigar podcast ever. Grab a cigar and light him up, light him up, light him up. This is the Cigar Authority. Happy 4th of July, July 4, 2020. It's really Thursday. Special taping in advance of the 4th of July, live from the Toscano Cigar Soundstage. Is it a boutique cigar, a sellout, or a success? We're going to dig into the perception versus reality in the cigar market, and it's time to get united. The 4th of July weekend is here, and joining us is the Director of Sales and Marketing for United Cigar, Oliver Nouveau. Welcome, everybody, to the Cigar Authority. And you are listening to the Cigar Authority, now in its 11th year, making it the longest continually running cigar podcast. Awarded the Ambassadors of Cigars by Cigar Journal Magazine. Awarded the Top 10 Educational Podcast by Podbean four years in a row. The Cigar Authority is the most listened to cigar podcast in the world. Cigar Radio at its finest. The Cigar Authority is a proud member of the United Podcast Network. And you catch the podcast on demand at any time or our daily blog at thecigarauthority.com. Before we get to Oliver, uh, those that are watching and not listening to this, Mr. Jonathan... You have a problem? <laughs> Do I detect a little jealousy? No, there's no jealousy at all, but you are wearing uh, very patri- patriotic. I'm, uh, I'm trying to rock the colors. You got the, the red, white, and blue. You got it going on. Don't you have some kind of Uncle Sam overall things, too? Or I do. I do. You didn't wear those today. No, I didn't. Yeah. Right. Holding them for the big day on Saturday. Just drinking my coffee shots, looking patriotic AF. There we go. <laughs> Pinkies up, bitches. <laughs> Drinking a Toro Fuentes? What are you doing? AF. AF. It's, it's a Toro Fuente? You wouldn't understand. Okay. You're wearing a Perdomo hat, though. You're still it's celebrating. It's red and it's white. So you got that going on. Okay. Welcome, Oliver, to the Cigar Authority. Been a long time. It's it's been a minute since I've been on the show, and uh, it's intimidating just looking at the two of you on my uh, my left and my right. Yeah, we go. But we put you right in the middle. Very impressive. That you was know, on purpose, Oliver. They're minor cigar liberties. Yeah, we, minor. We're, we're I would minor, I right. would argue that since I coined the term cigar liberties, that I should probably be on the top of the list. Your C list cigar liberty. <laughs> yeah, Dave, Dave and, and that's pushing it at best. Yeah. Yeah. I'll, I'll give Dave a B list. See, yeah. C, yeah. How's that, how's that list working out for everybody? Good. For the actors, the B actors? Yeah. Yeah. I'll, I'll be a B actor. Yeah, I'll take you're that. fine. I'll take I got that. a lot of B roll. Does that count for anything? Yes. I Everything. Know. I don't know what that means either. <laughs> but then again, I don't know the stuff. He shoots and he misses. Here we go. So um, how's business? Uh, kind of rough year? Uh, <laughs> different. Let's just say different. 2020, this is different? Um, yeah, started started out great. Uh, but but when, you know, for... for a lot of businesses in the cigar business, usually right after the holiday season and the the New Year's, you see a little slump, but then everybody starts to pick back up towards later January because they need to restock. And then all of a sudden, yeah, we hit March. I was coming back from a trip and grounded March 15th, canceled events, canceled trips. and uh, But now we're seeing a little bit of an uh, uh, uptick. Uh, ah. sales, sales are starting to pick up. Uh, I think the people are home. They're smoking more. Have you got out there? Have you traveled? 
jumped on a plane and flew. I did. I did jump on a plane. Then they buckled me in because I wasn't supposed to be moving around. Yeah. Yeah. Any sound for that? That was yeah. But Um, you have cricket sound effect. Because you travel, so, you're not a New England rep or anything. You're no. national. You go everywhere. National. So yeah, typically I would be traveling three weeks out of the month. Um, I was going pretty pretty hard there for for a while, and then now I haven't uh, I haven't traveled anywhere. I went to I shouldn't say anywhere, but I went to Ma- uh, Miami in beginning of June, and that was my first and only trip since the quarantine. So all right, yeah, definitely grounded. Not, but still still keeping in contact, doing a lot of Zoom calls as everybody yeah, is. Yeah, all that. Um, you know, virtual lounges. So I'm still seeing the the customers out there, and then uh, yeah, a lot of the the retailers. Just you, phone calls. you ready to go? <laughs> I'm ready to get out. You ready yeah. to get out? Yeah. yeah. And, and sometimes you guys are going nonstop, and it's one after the other after the other, and it's like, oh my god, this it's crazy. I got to stop this. You got to stop it, and then you said. I, I gotta get. I miss it. Get, get, get me back out there. Yeah, you want to get out there. So it's a, it's a reboot, so, right? Yeah. So today is the second half of 2020. So whatever happened, it happened. We're gonna move on from here. I had a meeting with the Cigar Association of New Hampshire just yesterday, and um, everybody was all excited. Their businesses are back open and they're booming. They're better than ever. Fantastic. And I'll say the same for us for ourselves. It's better than ever. We got making up to do, but we got right. through it. Right. Those that got through it, they got through it. So uh, it's nothing but uh, good ahead for us. So let's celebrate. Let's celebrate with our first cigar, uh, Mr. Jonathan. What do we have here? Today's first cigar is the United Cigar Robusto Maduro. It's manufactured in the Dominican Republic by Mahiga Cubana. Did I say that right? Mahia, magic, Cuban magic. As the translation from yeah, Mahia. What he said. Uh, it's a Robusto Ma- measuring yeah. five inches by 54. It does come in natural in Maduro. The natural wrapper would be an Ecuadorian Habana. What we're smoking today is a Mexican San Andreas over Dominican binders and Dominican and Brazilian Matafina for the fillers. A single cigar will set you back $6.99. A box of 20 is $118.99 for savings of almost $21 or 15% off the box price at twoguyscigars.com. If you're too far away from a brick-and-mortar retailer that carries it, try twoguyscigars.com. That's the number two, guyscigars.com. So is the filler the same in both? It's just a wrapper change? It's a it's a wrapper change. All right. So, yeah, you said it correctly. Dominican, Brazilian, Montefino. Now, Oliver, I have a yes. question on the band. Was this inspired by Jonathan's outfit or Jonathan just <laughs> dressed to match the band? Much like many fans out there of... Rock and roll, seventy classic guys. It, this in this case, it is uh, the person matching the band right. and dressing as the so band. The band is the original. The band was actually influenced. That was sitting down in the Dominican in the office and um, with with Jose Dominguez and inspired by the old Captain America. Say it was Captain America. Can we just mute him. Yeah, <laughs> you're gonna fit Actually, in just fine. <laughs> uh, inspired by Evil Knievel, ah. like the white one piece jumper with the the stripes and the stars down the side. Fantastic. You say it like I don't have one of those. <laughs> yeah, it's time to cut our cigar. The official cutting brought to you by Perdomo Cigars. Perdomo, the brand. While all other brands were raising prices, Perdomo. Cut out the federal S-chip tax and actually lower them. Perdomo Cigars, they stand for quality, tradition, and excellence. Excellence. Hey, Mr. Jonathan, did you notice his cutter? I did notice his cutter. It's 
pretty sharp. That is. Can I have that? Speaking of quality and consistency and just all around swell guy, a gift from Nick Perdomo. I didn't do my nails today, so I don't know if I should show that on camera. <laughs> yeah. That does. I mean, that is American AF right there. Yeah, it is. Sharp blades, great colors. Nice. You want that. For, I the do. Week, for the weekend? Yeah, can I just borrow it? <laughs> it matches my outfit. It does. All of them. <laughs> so yeah. I'll tell you, I'm a natural guy more than a Maduro guy, but not on the United Cigar. I'm more a Maduro guy than I am a natural You've been smoking guy. a lot of Maduros are these. Uh, you guys familiar with rhubarb? Rhubarb pie. This is just, just this person? regular rhubarb. Mm. I've only had it in the pie form. Because rhubarb is a very bitter plant leaf. What is that? It's, it's a, a weed. Stock. Weed. But it's very bitter, right? It's like celery. It has. So I don't like your description. I'm going to have to go away with that. It's just a cold draw, man. We're not smoking it yet. Rhubarb has a nice balance between sweet and sour. Hmm. We're going to light our cigar today with the Vertigo Gauntlet. The Vertigo Gauntlet features three jets in line. And this is a double action lighter which means you press the button down, all three jets come alive, fueled by the patented Vertigo big-ass tank. You have easy adjustment at the bottom and a flip-out bullet punch, all for the low price of $19.99. That's the Vertigo gauntlet. And the lighter is, like, distressed. It looks like it's a used lighter, but it's not. It's brand new. It's part of its charm. It is. I love the three jets lined up. Yep. It gives you a nice flame. Like the Like the... Um, Flat plane. No, the, the jets going through the ah, sky on Fourth of July, nice. right? We got a whole thing going on here, folks. Whole thing going on. I don't know if you're picking up on it, but we're laying it out pretty thick. We are. Yeah. <laughs> um, so, Oliver, um, we're going to be talking about boutique cigars and um, what people think of them. And would you consider United Cigar the brand or the company? Is it boutique? Yeah, that's such an interesting. Interesting question because you hear it thrown around a lot. And what you know, when you think of industries just in general, what makes them boutique, and it's really just staying within the craft and the artistry. And um, I think it's really hard in this industry to, to actually jump that portion of it because there's so much artistry in it when you're creating a cigar at any any level. I mean, to to bring it back and answer your question, yes, we are 100% boutique. Our production is just shy of a, a million c- cigars a year. Um, and that's across a United uh, portfolio. Wow! So yes, small. We are, yeah. So we're, so we're you you think people the perception is small as boutique, or is it craftsmanship as boutique? Or we're going to get into yeah. it. We're going to dig deep. That, but yeah, just get you, know, you to think. Yes. Get you to think because United Cigar is an old old company. It's been around hundreds of years. You have the story United, of it. We yeah, talked about United, it. Yeah, United Cigars actually started in 1901 by two brothers. Um, you have Charles whoops, Charles and George Whalen. They actually founded United Cigars as a tobacco wholesale company. And then 25 years later, they were up to uh, close to 3,000 shops nationwide. They specialized in in cigars, but then they also were – it was like a – I don't want to say convenience store, but they sold magazines. And they did really well with papers and stuff. So they actually picked up – that's how uh, yeah. that's how smoke shops were, by the way. Um, that we carried magazines was our biggest thing, actually. As two guys smoke shop, no that, kidding. That's how smoke shops were. Yeah, yeah, and papers and yeah. So they then in um, so with that, I mean their their business grew phenomenally. But in 1968, they ended up buying Marvel Comics. 
Wow. Which was, yeah, the, the Owned by company. United Cigar. Owned by United Cigars. You got any old so comics? Got, uh, I don't have any old no. comics. No. <laughs> Most of my comic books ended up with just drawings on them. And the, what about issue one of Playboy? Do you I have put, that? I put boobs on them. Yeah, good. No, that's where I was going. All <laughs> the superheroes, I ended up putting boobs. Because you uh, had that weird phase in your life. Yeah. yeah. Anything you see, just have I me mean, popsicle sticks. I just put boobs on them. And when does that change out for you? Um, in fact, I just did it yesterday. I'm yeah. not sure. <laughs> <No>. <laughs> I'm really not sure. I'm actually picturing Ben. With boobs, right? There we go. <laughs> um, but yeah, so they, so they picked that up. And then in the the year that we all in New England love, a uh, very famous year that the Red Sox ended up just deciding to throw away a title, uh, 1968, uh, United Cigars just liquidated all their assets. and uh, They were that and, depressed and over the Red Sox. They were that depressed over the Red Sox. Yeah, they said, uh, Buckner couldn't do it, neither can we. We're out. Uh, and, and liquidated That wasn't everything. Buckner 68. That was... Six... Oh, that was 86. 86, yeah. <laughs> so I'm way off. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Looking at it. And I'm not years. even a sports guy, but you were 20 years off on that one. Dyslexia. Is that what we're doing now? We're making fun of, we're making fun of the people guess. that can't. Yes. You're allowed to. <laughs> 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 the guess know who, you can make fun of. Do you know who yeah, Dave so is? 68. Yeah, we go. Have we met? Yeah. yeah well, um, he's a minor cigar celebrity. You may know it. So, so why is United so small? Why is United today so small? No, no, no. So wait a second. Let's All go right. back to that. Hold on. They bought Marvel Comics and in 68, I- but they, they sold everything in 86. All right. So oh, Bill right. Buckner still stands as a reference. So he still that's stands. Where stand, that's Can we rewind saying. the tape, All right. Please? Okay. No do-overs. Let's go. Well, that's a George think- Michael sports machine. Let's go to the videotape. <laughs> uh, so yeah, the, so they liquidated everything. And now today, as it stands, United Cigars, we, we manufacture, we distribute, um, we're 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 national. It's uh, you know it's really myself that I do the social media and I travel. And we have we have some people under our our belt that are that are also out there. We have a New England rep here. We have um, Brian. Uh, Brian's yeah, that guy. Brian, yeah. Brian Zonia here. Yeah, uh, does a does a great job. Just started with us, but uh, but he's on came 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 uh, on board at a tough time. Yeah, <laughs> I would say first, first of the year, uh, and then COVID and everything. But uh, yeah, but yeah, United Cigars. So we manufacture. Um, the firecracker, which was just an explosive. My God, with, with Perdomo this year, you got the Perdomo, Perdomo's cutter there. I got Perdomo cutter. Yeah, we did the Perdomo this year, but then all the limited releases we've done, we've worked with uh, you know companies like Hammer and Sickle for a release. Yeah, um, we do Florida Lorraine, uh, La Gianna Havana, that's made out of the Camacho factory with Davidoff. So right there, you have I mean excellent quality construction, beautiful cigar. We do our classic, which is America's new number one pastime cigar. Big seller for us, bundle. low price yeah. bundle, classic three way. Yeah, we'll get to that it. later. That's a, Big seller. That's a home home run. People people don't, don't talk about it, but you know, back if retailers are listening, cigars that sell well, holy god. Oh yeah, no, yeah, yeah, no yeah. one's talking about it, but yeah. we just did. People buy it and light them on fire. Like firecrackers, right? <laughs> like, like firecrackers. But bundle, yeah, classic bundle will start at uh, $40 wow. out the door. So, yeah, you're, that's, a, that's a winner. And then we distribute cigars like Jose Dominguez, um, the Garofalo that's made out of the Perdomo factory yeah, uh, as well. And then, of course, the highly acclaimed uh, Atabay Byron uh, from Nelson Alfonso. So Yeah, Bandolero too. And Bandolero. And Bandolero, yeah, that's a hidden, that's a hidden gem. Well, with the, with the production numbers, you're saying that they're so small. I mean, there's a lot of this is hidden, um, which is a thought of boutiques that, you know, it's not the one that rolls off the tongues of every person right. that knows 
you know, if you were to say Macanudo, say Romeo and Juliet, we brought up big name cigars last week on the show, saying these legendary brands that, you know, are taking in, you know, uh, 50 million cigars per brand or something, your portfolio adds up to a million. So, right. Small. Uh, we'll, we'll see if that's what um, the um, what it comes out to, because I'm going to get deep into this um, boutique because it's always brought up. Everybody throws the name around and we're going to see what that is. But there's um, new brands coming out from um, United yeah, Cigar or, or, yeah, between United Cigar and Selected Tobacco, which is uh, Nelson Alfonso stuff. So tell us a little about some new stuff. Yeah. So what, what's exciting about United Cigars is that with the history of it, there are so many brands under our belt that need to be reintroduced to the market um and one one brand in particular that uh is is actually very exciting it's the oldest boutique brand in the world is the uh, is the red anchor that was started uh, in 1770 um and it was a cigar shop delft holland called red anchor so that was the first boutique really the first boutique brand so yeah and i'll, and I'll say boutique get a head, jump a little ahead of it saying a boutique is actually a real word. A boutique is a store. So if you take it literally of what a boutique cigar is, it would have to be coming from a store to be like a, a house a house brand. Yes, you'd call it. So that Red Anchor, which was the the first cigar out there cu- coming from a store, that you'd go into the Red Anchor store and you'd get a Red Anchor cigar, seventeen hundreds. 1700 1770 yeah i mean boutique is almost something that is hard hard to find i mean when, when you get into business you're trying to be everywhere you're to to a degree but you're trying to make money you're trying to build the business so you know can you really fault some of these these guys that that get bigger my answer is yes i mean for some of these guys i, I definitely said that they're they're past it but um but yeah i mean if you're talking boutique red anchor when that is ready to to come out we should have that through united ready next year um in 2021 but if you want something that is boutique af then uh, red anchor would be the go-to toro fuente okay and and as far as nelson alfonso atabay byron bandolero more things coming more things coming he is one he's a, he's just a packaging wizard mm. uh, that there's so much behind him and he influences without uh, being in the forefront influences the industry worldwide uh, between humidors and jars, but he has he has some some great projects uh, that that we've been working on. They all, this year, uh, but. but everybody talks about the packaging when it comes to him. And I'm telling you, I've said it many times. I'll say it again. Atabay is my favorite cigar in the world. I've smoked everything. I love what that cigar tastes like. But people look at it and talk about the packaging of the cigar. I almost wish it didn't have great packaging because smoke the cigar for what that cigar is. Yeah, let's put it in a bundle. <laughs> yeah, then you're not going to get no twenty, thirty dollars for this for the cigar. But no, but his artistry starts there, and that's that's what I mean. He he is so detailed that it doesn't just stop. It doesn't stop at the packaging. It bleeds into the cigar, and there is. I mean, there is the frustration on the United side because he'll have a cigar that is supposed to be ready, some vintage from five years ago that is supposed to be ready for January because it's the it's the fifth or it's the sixth year. So hey, let's launch it. But if he tries it and it's not ready, he'll let it sit for another six months. And you yeah, and you, you got it pre-sold. People are saying I want to ready, to, yeah, ready to go, and, yeah. and it won't, and, it, and he won't let it come out. So he does have. 
Um, he well, is, he's building a reputation now at this right. point because he doesn't want to put out a loser right. or something that came out too fast. I saw it, and you've been around in the cigar industry for a long time during the cigar boom and everything that was going on. Um, people did the wrong thing, and they put the stuff out because there was the, there was a the demand for it. So how do you – I got these cigars. Everybody's asking me for them. Here they are sitting here. They need six more months, but everybody's saying, hey, sell it to me, and, you know, uh, okay, here, take them. And some companies, a Toro Fuente, great example. That's not what the initials stand for. Oh, well, really? Okay. <laughs> but as you were. Um, but there's a perfect example of a company. Let me tell you, the rise to fame was they, they actually quoted it was, we will never rush the hands of time. And they didn't. And it was very frustrating for a retailer. So it's frustrating for me, a retailer of, of Nelson's products, is I want the next thing, and I want the things that are out there, um, and he's waiting, and now four more months. Four more months. Right. And those four more they, months they, can turn into But it's already later. been three years, so right. five years. Right. Is four months going to make a difference? For for him, and I, I can't I can't disagree with him because I then smoke. Well, his the products product are so damn consistent. So, how can you argue with him? But so now, uh, are there are there or are there not a couple of new brands from him coming out? So we have hopefully this year, if not next year, in in some exclusive um, limited release packaging. Um, I go back to the but some humidor styles. Uh, we have the Alfonso and the Nelson uh, coming out, and there's also talks of an 1850. Coming out. So between those three, Alfonso and Nelson, obviously those are named uh, for it, him and his family. Yeah, 1850 um, is a brand. But then 1850 is another brand coming out, maybe not next year, maybe the year after. But these are all things with Nelson we never know because he's the man behind the curtain, behind the curtain. Um, Why don't you just 18, ask him? And you, 18, you, have, and you have no, <laughs> you have no trying, sample. Trying to get, I haven't had a sample yet. But the excitement, just hearing, hearing him talk about it and then – seeing seeing what he he puts together is just is is amazing it's a rendering it looks real it looks like i can just reach into the screen and grab it i want to smoke it because i know from smoking the atabay the byron and the bandolero um it's they're they're just beautiful blends so i'm excited to try these but we're hoping to have them we're hoping to have samples here soon but if not then uh we should see them by the end of the year i'm smoking espresso Little sweet to it. I'm getting uh, brown sugar on a, uh, you know, you get the the green apples, the Granny Smiths. Mm-hmm. You take the you take the peel off. Yeah. You throw that away. You don't need it. Yeah. Sprinkle a little brown sugar on it and just take a bite. Not brown sugar off. and you, Granny Smith apple, skinless. It's got to be skinless. <laughs> you know when you you have an amazing experience at just a dinner. You sit down with family, best friends. You're you're laughing. A steak that is just crusted right in the top, salt crust. You cut into it, you eat it, the dinner's over, and you light up a United cigar. I've done it that. It tastes like a United cigar. Yeah, it tastes like <laughs> <a cigar. laughs> There was nothing, nothing about the steak. It's just, you know what I love about United cigars? And if, if again, if retailers are listening and they, they don't carry the, the United, any of the United line, Atabay or Byron or United La Giana, United is a, a cigar that I always suggest starting with. Um, one, because it's just, it stands out on the shelf. It pops. It's very clean. It is American AF. Um, Toro Fuente. <laughs> we got to get off of that. Yeah. But, um, but it's, it's a soft box press. So it's not that hard box pressed, um, feel it's, it's very easy on the draw and it, it 
characteristically, flavor profile-wise, I think it, it meets every point for an experienced cigar smoker or even a novice. Yeah, this, we're, we're smoking the Maduro, and the Maduro does, I smoke these all the time, the Maduro does have a little bit more strength than the natural. I would place the natural at low-medium, and I'd place the Maduro at medium, as you get to the band, medium mm-hmm. plus. Uh, but Seven out of ten? Uh, six and a half, seven. Six point seven. But seven. you can put either one in the hands of just about any smoker. And it's not going to knock them on their ass. And the seasoned guys are going to have plenty of flavor. And the most important two things about a cigar, uh, besides the flavor, is it going to draw well and is it going to burn true? And it does both of those every single time. Cons- yeah, consistency across the board for really a lot of what Jose Dominguez does um, is fantastic. And yeah, the United. There's Nicaraguan in this? There's no Nicaraguan. No Nicaraguan. No. Which, which, if I smoked this, I would say Nicaraguan, mm-hmm. not Dominican. It has, yeah, it doesn't have I, that I th- drying component that you get with a lot of Dominican tobaccos. So the Brazilian Montefina, I think, adds that little bit of spicy pop. Yeah, but but still still that sweetness and, and subtleness. Um, we experimented with Brazilian Mata Norta, which is just a little heavier, but it has a little more um, bitterness to it. But the, the Montefina in this one's fantastic. It's good. Ed Sullivan for you? Yeah. I enjoy this. It's, you know, milder than I would normally smoke, but tons of flavor, and I, I just love any cigar wrapped in a San Andreas. Well, wrapped in our American flag, damn it. <laughs> well, yeah. Sorry. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Dave just got American he AF. He did. Yeah, he did. Fourth of July. <laughs> he did. That was a step up on the American <laughs> Jeez. Boy. Damn it. No, um, because... And I, and I see you post all the time. Follow him on Instagram. He's all over the place. Yeah, if if you're follow, if you want to follow, if you're on Instagram, we're United Cigars. Yeah, nice and easy. And Facebook, but very patriotic. Cigar. First, the company's called United Cigar. It has a brand called United Cigar. Firecracker Fourth of July. It's your time, baby. This, this is it. <laughs> this is our time to shine. It is. It's Fourth of July. I think you own Fourth of July. Um, and do you? Nobody see, does it better. Do you see people that are patriotic? Love our country. They're the ones smoking United Cigar, ex-military people, uh, you know, that type of person. Are you just seeing anybody buy it? As you're in a store and it could be anybody? Or is it somebody that says, I'm going to smoke United because it's United? Yeah, well, that's how I mean, it, well, I think a little bit of both because yeah. you see a lot of the, on the military there and civilian closer, you can't tell. I will say that we're at two uh, military bases. Um in Texas at uh at Fort, we're at Fort Hood and okay uh, okay cigars in uh that might be Fort Hood. But yeah, there are two two, two spots and two two bases. We're yeah. at the military base uh because they were attracted to the uh to the packaging. Okay. You have a Robusto, you have a Toro, you have a Churchill and and we have the United Pencils. And that is that's like Halloween at the cash register. It is. Because that's just a great, I mean, the, 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 it's silly the penny family, candy of cigars. It's the pen, okay. you, you reach in, you candy. grab a handful, you throw them on the counter, right. and the guy counts them up for you. How Even, often do you see me do it in the morning <laughs> that I grab a pencil? And it's like, really? And I just want a little something because maybe I have to smoke cigars up in the office. I have something waiting for me, but I'm sitting around talking to the guys as they come in in the morning. I just want a little something, and it doesn't even count. I don't count that at the end of the day. If I smoked four cigars early in the day and I had that, that doesn't count. So that's the beauty of it. It's a non-counting cigar. Correct. 
You just an extra one it's you get. When is a cigar them. not a cigar? United pencils. It's like a, you can use that. I don't know if that's good. <laughs> <laughs> because I want people to think that it's that cigar in between cigars. A snack. It's a snack. It's a, it's a snack. S- cigar neck. It is. It's supposed to be that in between. What 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 we see with a lot of uh, retailers, that's at the counter. Um, a customer will come in, they'll grab their cigars, they see that, they grab a handful of them because it's just, oh, it's a pencil. I mean, just grab that because it's in between. Yeah. When you have 15, 20 minutes of smoke, that's what you go to. It doesn't burn hot like a lot of cigarillos. Um, it burns well. It smokes well. It gives you great flavor, and it, it makes you feel – it's almost like the Slim Fast of the cigar industry. <laughs> it's the Slim Fast. Of the, it's, perfect. It's a replacement meal. No? <laughs> yeah. It's good for a yours fat was guy. worse than mine. No, no? come on. That was no. good. All right, so if you are a retailer listening to this and they don't carry United Cigar because not a lot of people do, and they say, all right, uh, I'm going to think of bringing it in. Uh, we don't have a rep around here. What do we do? Because it's a small company and you're not everywhere. You, you're one man. What, what do they do? One man show. They the easiest. Uh, no is trade for, show this year. They're not going to no, bump into No trade there. show. If you go to United Cigar, I run the Instagram page. So if you just send me a direct message, that's the easiest way. Our contact information is right there. If you go to Facebook, we're at United Cigar Group. Um, you can contact me there. Otherwise, we can send uh, is there a way to put up. On the screen. Ed, can you get on the screen right now? Can you get my phone number and email up there, please? No. Can you say it? Do you? Th- yeah. Yeah. Grab a pen and paper. It? I'll wait. Okay. All <laughs> right. There you go. Uh, Oliver at UnitedCigarGroup.com. Uh, phone number, if you're writing things down, 603-404-0016. That number, again, is 603-404-0016. See, Oliver, all of, the beauty of this is it's a recording. If they yes. miss it, they can go back. Yeah, they can just hit the they rewind button. They cannot do that. You know how long it takes to hit that button to <laughs> rewind? Do you think, do you think that the fact that the trade show is not happening this year is going to affect companies like yours and companies of that size? You know, at first I was I was worried about that, but then I noticed retailers were ordering earlier because they didn't. I don't want to say they didn't. Uh, they didn't have to wait, but. Because they knew they weren't traveling for the show, their budget was a little bit different. Even though business was down, people were still purchasing cigars. But so that's they, people they, that they, already are on board. The people that are already on board, but with you know social media and things that we're putting out, we're starting to pick up some new some customers. New yeah. Wow. Yeah. Mm-hmm. All right. Uh, I don't think as Two Guys Smoke Shop, we have taken on a new brand of anybody while this whole craziness has went on because I haven't saw anybody or anything. So that's that's the person not doing their job. One. We took on one new brand. Yeah? Not Did that person new brand, in? but a, a new line of that brand, the Cameroon on the Aladino. We that was going on for a long time, and we do do business with them already. Yeah, we didn't. We haven't started any new yeah. businesses. Speaking of Cameroon, Aladino, the classic has a Cameroon. Yes, it Rapper does. That was made in Honduras. Way to bring Beautiful. that right back to you, Oliver. Nice <laughs> from, job from the same people. Hi, was actually. Hi, remember me? The first. It was <laughs> the first right. one. That's great that you're talking about Arturo Fuente and Aladino. But <laughs> if we could just bring that Cameroon back to you know, back to go. United, there right? That'd be sure would but appreciate that. But that is what United is all about. You work with all the different manufacturers. You do collaborations. You do this thing. The whole idea of it is being is united. To, is to stay united. And you know what, I, what I've seen, the frustrating part in the, the part that you just look at and you're like, oh, what are you doing? Is everyone's using the term united. 
They're like, oh, yeah, united, we're doing this. United, we're doing at a, this. At a time in the world where we're less united than we've ever right. been. Where we should right. be united. All the time. And the flag, yes. Should united be the, the cigar and should uh, uh, the firecracker be the cigar of the 4th of July? Absolutely. But should you be hanging a flag every day of the year? Absolutely. So we should be the cigar of the year. Ah, okay. So Ooh, there's one yeah, for wow. the cigar of the yeah. year. Well, cigar of the year. Uh, speaking of cigar of the year. Cigar Journal Magazine put something out, which is uh, picking the best cigars of the year that people go in and write and nominate. Nominate, yeah. And the nomination happened, and in there, something from United Cigar has been nominated. The to- pencil? No. <laughs> well, according to you, it's not a cigar, so right. no. So, yes, nominated. Yeah, absolutely. Adabay has been nominated, which is humbling, uh, for the last three, four years. So if... People are sitting by their computer. Go to CigarJournalTrophy.com and vote. It's the fifth category. It's best cigar brand from other countries. The Atabay is nominated. Because it's from an odd country. Uh, an odd co- well, yeah, Costa Rica. But Costa Rica has been putting out some good cigars ever since Atabay and Byron Bandolero started coming out of Costa Rica. Yeah. I mean, there were, let's be honest. There were a couple before that. <laughs> no, no, no. Yeah. No, no, we're not talking about those. We're talking about <laughs> yeah. Again, let's, right. let's bring it back <laughs> into the United Cigar. I'm right. not saying we put Costa Rica on the map, but there was it was just farmland out there until uh, until we got there. They didn't even have the rainforest. <laughs> not sure that's true. They didn't have plumbing. Nothing. 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 And then so database started. We are recording this on Thursday as opposed to our regular Saturday show because Saturday is the Fourth of July. But you're listening to this now. It is the Fourth of July. I will be smoking exclusively all day long United Cigar and Firecrackers. Because you own the 4th of July. It's your day, brother. It's your day, bro. Listen. We, this is your day, bro. The wicked, today is, is your it day, okay bro. If I, is it okay if I smoke a Byron on the 4th of July? No. Yeah. No, Byron is for Tuesdays. <laughs> I don't know how I feel about that. Smoke Lagiana on Wednesday. Thursday is Atabay. Get get with us. Right. Fourth of July. That's yeah. actually his schedule. Where, where are we going? <laughs> David, where are you, you going to smoke every firecracker? Or are you going to just pull one from each? I will the... probably smoke the regular and the Perdomo because that's this right. year. You're not going back and getting each one. No, no. I don't have each one anymore. Really? No, over the time I've I've gone through them and I don't you think I'd have a collection? Do you have a collection? No, but that's the beauty of it being a limited release. Usually yeah. you see limited release or it's special or something, and then all of a sudden it just you know, you, you it see never it ends. all the time. It never ends. All right, I want to get to the limited releases, what's coming out, what oh, we're we gonna get some information from him, but we're gonna take a break. When we come back. Is it bigger is bigger better? Is bigger better? Or is smaller better? The size matter. Is a cigar brand a boutique, a sellout, or a success? We're going to dig deep when we return with Oliver Nouveau, National Sales and Marketing Director for United Cigars. We're live from the Toscano Cigar Soundstage, and you're listening to The Cigar Authority on the United Podcast Network. To some, tradition is a catchphrase. To us, it's a guiding light. For there can be no great future without reverence for the past. Hammer and Sickle Tradition Series cigars are handmade, employing only time-honored methods. Meticulously crafted of individually selected tobaccos, Tradition Series is a blend of three-year-aged Dominican Viso and Lijero, all finished inside a breathtaking five-year-aged Connecticut shade wrapper. Tradition Series from Hammer and Sickle. Live well. 
Romeo y Julieta Reserva Real Nicaragua, the Nicaraguan expression of America's beloved brand Reserva Real. Reserva Real Nicaragua is a Nicaraguan puro, meticulously blended by Rafael Nodal and made by AJ Fernandez. The Reserva Real Nicaragua will take Romeo lovers and Romeo novices alike on a journey through premium Nicaraguan tobaccos. Reserva Real Nicaragua. It'll steal your heart again. Surgeon General warning, cigar smoking can cause lung cancer and heart disease. It's an exquisite day here at the Jensen Estate patio overlooking the 13th green. And we're underway. Jim Jensen has chosen his favorite stick. The Diamond Crown Number no. 4 by J.C. Newman. See the way he holds the cigar, Tom? Mm. Excellent balance and heft. Ooh, he's eyeing the silky Connecticut Shade Wrapper. Fermented twice for the smoothest, richest flavor. And hand-rolled by the Fuente family with a blend of six to seven distinct Dominican and Caribbean basin tobacco leaves. Each lovingly aged for at least five years. Oh, now Jensen's lighting up the Diamond Crown. He's got a precision burn, Tom. Mm, those highly complex flavors with hints of dark chocolate really deliver, Bill. Yes, like all cigars in J.C. Newman's premium Diamond Crown line. That'd be the highly rated Maximus and the Julius Caesar. Ah, now Jensen's settling in, rolling the rich smoke through his nose. Look at the satisfaction on his face, Bill. Oh, a thing of beauty, Tom. Experience the premium Diamond Crown brand by J.C. Newman at select retailers or Diamond Crown Lounge near you. Find us on Facebook at J.C. Newman Cigar Co. or visit diamondcrown.com. I want to talk to you today about my friend Glenn Case from Christoph Cigars. I've known him for many years. Glenn is a very nice guy, one of the nicest guys in the industry. Always friendly, always happy. So when I heard his brand Christoph was pissed off, I was surprised. Christoph Cigars have always been known as smooth and rich, and the pissed off Christoph is just that. But there's something else happening here. A natural San Andreas wrapper, the binder, Indonesian, and the filler, Nicaraguan. And like Glenn Case, the cigar starts off sweet, but then it gets pissed off. And like Bruce Banner, you don't want to piss off Glenn Case about Kristoff cigars. Or do you? Expect some spins and a nicotine kick. Strap yourself in for a ride. Pissed off Kristoff is deceivingly strong. You've been warned. Sold in 10-count boxes, four sizes including Churchill, 6x60, Robusto, and Corona Gorda. The hottest new brand is the pissed-off Kristoff. Take it for a ride. Since 1964, Padron Cigars have had the same mission. With over 50 years spent to create a perfect cigar, and more than 100 years to create a perfect legacy, the Padron family understands the significance of time. Padron delivers only the finest handmade complex cigars with the flavor of the Cuban heritage, out of which the Padron recipe was born. The Padron mission is simple, exceptional quality of their cigars and not the quantity produced. As a vertically integrated family-owned company, personal attention to every detail is taken in all steps of the tobacco growing and cigar making process. Padron Cigars, they give you, the cigar smoker, the confidence that each cigar is the same. Perfect. Padron Cigars, 
handcrafted since 1964. I want to tell you about my friend Hochi Blanco, a fourth-generation Dominican cigar maker known for growing tobacco and producing highly acclaimed cigars for other people. If some things stay the same, other things have to change. Finally, Hochi's factory, Tobacalera Palmer, has produced a cigar that not only belongs to the factory, but pays homage to the cigar rolling room known as La Galera. The La Galera Connecticut blend is special, using an Ecuadorian Connecticut wrapper surrounding a Dominican blend of Piloto Cubano, Criollo 98, and a varietal that Hochi named T112. With the exception of the wrapper, Hochi grows all of the La Galera tobaccos himself and carefully watches over every step. The flavor, smooth, but still offering plenty of flavor in all sizes, paying homage to the people and tools used in the factory. Now for the amazing part. La Galera, Connecticut has a suggested retail price ranging from $4.95 to $6 and has been awarded the Cigar of the Year by the Cigar Authority. La Galera, Connecticut, creating their own version of the Connecticut cigar because they demand more. Bubbles, bubbles. I'm J.R. Dominguez. Thank you for listening to the Cigar Authority. Bubbles, bubbles. And we're back. We're smoking United, a boutique cigar company and a boutique brand. Is that true? Fact. And if it is, is that a good thing? We're going to get to that. Welcome back, everybody, to the Cigar Authority. During the break, we're talking about food because it happens every time. That's what we talk about. Um, And we were talking about barbecuing, grilling, and uh, we didn't even bring it up. It's barbecue time which is 4th of July time where people do barbecues, and you've taken it to another level at United Cigar Shops across the country. What did you do? Right. So we have the Black... First of all, Blackstone, amazing company, uh, great quality. We have a 28-inch two-burner griddle top grill that we're giving away in our United Cigar retailer shops. So basically what we did, it was just a small small buy-in for retailers, but we're providing the grill to give away. So a customer will walk into a shop, they'll buy United Cigars, and they'll have one on top of the, 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 the cigars that they'll get extra. They'll have tickets to enter into the giveaway of the right, griddle so they, they, they buy some, they get some for free they like they do, free. and you get a chance to win the grill. Now let me tell you about the grill. We have it downstairs in each of, each of our stores. Uh, it's a magnet. Griddle? It is. It's a grill. It's a Blackstone grill. I like to call it a griddle. It's because you're wrong. That's but a, it's, a it's not like you have at home your grill where you put the meat on it right. and stuff, the juices and stuff fall down. It stays up because it's Cold flat. rolled steel on the it's, top. by the way, very heavy. Right. But you got to buy one of these things because. So it's a griddle. It's my thing now. It's the new thing. It's it, it's it's an old thing, like oh. coming back, but it's fabulous. It's and like having it, your own fifties diner in your backyard, right yeah. there. So right, because diners have grill tops, right? Correct. Not Ooh. griddle tops. They have grill tops. It's griddle. Your mom's a griddle. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but uh, you know, somebody was saying to me uh, just last night, yeah, you pu- you put the stuff on and and. There's nothing like cooking on a grill with the grates on it and stuff. And I said, what? So all the juices and everything falls off. And I did uh, peppers and onions on there. Try doing peppers and onions on your grill. You can't do it. That falls through. You do that. You you were just saying you did Hawaiian bread? I did a Hawaiian bread French toast. 
So basically, the Hawaiian bread, it comes in the, the little... It's a sheet. Sl- it's a sheet. Yeah. So these were sub rolls, which I had never seen before. Usually, it's a small roll. These were sub rolls, and it was an entire sheet already cut in half. So I made a cream cheese frosting that I put right in the middle, and then I let the, um, I let the loaf sit in the egg wash on both sides, and I put that on top of the griddle. Lower Grill. heat uh, griddle <laughs> because they have to. You have to understand this is a cast iron top that you have to season. Yes, but and it's not hard to season. It comes season, but it's a it's a griddle top, twenty eight inches, and I put that right on top. Lower heat, so it just melts all the cream cheese on the inside, and then the Hawaiian bread already being sweet. A little bit of that that I don't even call it a crust, but there's you know that French toast feel. Uh, phenomenal. So you, Absolutely you, phenomenal. you kept them together or you separated? No, them? I kept the whole thing together. So the mm. whole sheet. So, but the egg inside doesn't cook. There's yeah, no egg inside. French, you just egg French. wash the outside. Oh, the it's, outside. It's yeah. called French toast. But you, you let it, it. You let it. So typically, French toast was was with older. You're French. Bread. I'm French. Yeah. So you I know. I catch it up by my accent. Yeah. I wasn't even, <laughs> yeah. even a French accent. Yeah. yeah. Oh, if I throw in a ha oh, maybe. Yeah. Uh, but you you would typically use stale bread, and then that would soak in the egg wash. Now the Hawaiian bread is a little bit softer, but you if you let it sit in the egg wash, it will absorb the egg. So on a lower heat, that egg's gonna cook through. And you made one giant French toast. I made yeah, well yeah, I made two sheets, but yeah, it was uh yeah, whatever, a nine by nine you, sheet. You put a syrup and, on it and, and, and afterwards, yeah, and you just cut it up. It was unbelievable. So the the frosting on the inside was melty and it was it was so good. And prior to that, I already filled the entire griddle top with bacon. So it was already yeah. I mean, well seasoned, yeah. And then uh, I mean everything you can fr- when you fry an egg on top of that griddle top. You can't do that on your grill. Yeah. Can that, we talk about Nick Perdomo's top? obsession with my burgers that I made on the Blackstone? It's amazing. I'm the guest, and you just bring it right back to you. <laughs> You bring, uh, a, bring another one. That's that's not the guest. But, yeah, no. But the, it's united. It, it you're is, united with everybody. United. If you have a grill, I love grill. I don't even have a gas grill. I I'll ha- I have a fire pit. I'll I'll um, I'll I'll start some coals there, and I transfer that to the grill when I want to grill something. But this grill top is a, an amazing accessory. I don't care what type of grill you have in the house. If you have a smoker, if you have a grill, anything. This is an amazing addition to that. You get it for free, and you get it for free when you win. When you win. Well, when by you're buying, a store and you order. By buying United. Buy United, live United. Buy what United, grill for free. United. <laughs> live United, grill for free. All right, let's get to it. Is that cigar brand a boutique, a sellout, or a success? We always hear mention of boutique cigars. When brands get bigger and more popular, some people call them sellouts. At that point, oh, it used to be a boutique. It's a sellout. They're not happy about it. I heard people say it. Nobody smokes them anymore. They're too popular. <laughs> right? That is a Yogi Bearism. Right. Right? That he said yeah. nobody goes there anymore. It's, it's too crowded. Yeah, it's too crowded. Right? <laughs> uh, to some, this is a definition of success, but is it? Is a boutique a sellout or a success? To understand properly, we need to look at the psychology of what this is. Because there is not yet a clear definition of what a boutique cigar is. We're going to do that today. The true boutique definition comes from the French. A small store that sells stylish clothing, jewelry, or other luxury goods. And by the way, cigars are luxury goods. Therefore, a cigar is a boutique and a must come from a shop. The question is, must a boutique cigar be cigar shop owned? Or if so, house brands, are they the only boutique? Or manufacturers need to buy a store to become a boutique? And I think the answer to that is all no, that 
somebody who has a small company is called a boutique. That's the, the definition of what people in this industry Yeah, it's more of a it. slang term at that point. Okay. Um, cigar Smoking Public or the brand owners themselves uh, call themselves in their brand's boutiques. Um, maybe they need a different name uh, if that's not the true name, but let's look at boutique brands. A boutique brand is perceived as a relatively small company that provides a limited range, usually very specific goods or services, often at premium prices. Premium prices. So a low price cigar cannot be a boutique, according to the real definition. So the price has to be high. Is it mandatory to be a high price product to be a boutique? Well, here's a perfect example. If you call yourself a boutique, this cigar is not a high price cigar. This is lower than average yep. price cigar. What about, um, what about the touching on the, the small production? Could somebody make a lot of different small productions and still be all boutique, boutique? brands? Everything becomes like this. That boutique if, lines, it, yeah. if it was all, if you did a million on one brand, then they wouldn't be boutique. But all his brands add up to a million, therefore they are all boutique. We it could be. It's it's an argument. Um, so how about trendy? That's another thing that I saw in the industry that trendy becomes the boutique. All of a sudden, it's the hip, trendy cigar that's mm. going on right now. And they say, oh, it's a boutique cigar because it's trendy. And sometimes it's a big company that puts a trendy cigar out, yet that line in their cigar line is trendy. Another thing is creativity that sparks the boutique name. It comes up in the cigar industry all the time. Um, a different shape, an artisan wrapper, creative packaging. That becomes now, oh, this is a boutique cigar or perceived that way anyway. Boutique is new, fresh. Is boutique the opposite of antique? Boutique, antique, are they opposites? So an old brand is not a boutique brand. It's an antique brand or it's an old established brand. I don't know if you could get any manufacturers to sign off on so, that. What's your feeling? You know, can, you, can you take a Romeo and Juliet and say it's a boutique? First off, the production is too high. It's not pricey enough. And it's an antique. It's from the 1800s. The brand, yeah. Well, the, the, the name is, until it was really stolen and brought to the U.S. and made something else. Right. It's, it's relatively new in this country right. as that. Right. Um, could it be a font? Could it be a color, an attitude, a size, a length? Does every Lancero become boutique? Because it's a small production and it's a size. Every Lancero pretty much becomes an antique because they sit around <laughs> for a long time. Not if I'm around. Boutique is either just marketing, or is it brand identity, or does it have no identity at all? Is it just marketing that happens with there? So stay tuned. We're going to get to that. But right now, it's time to take a peek into the asylum from our friends at Asylum Cigars. It's time for news from the insane asylum. Odd and sometimes historic news stories that are too insane to be true. Or are they? Brought to you by Asylum Cigars. Take no prisoners. Asylum cigars are truly flavorful, medium-bodied Nicaraguan cigars with sizes ranging from 4 inches by 44 to the absolutely insane 8 inch by 80. Asylum cigars. <laughs> a blue whale's anus can stretch three and a half feet, making it the biggest asshole <laughs> in the world. Or does it? That's not only insane, that's asylum. 
Well, that's shot and sweet. <laughs> a blue whale? A blue whale. <laughs> yeah. How many feet? Three and a half. Wow. Did, did you measure this? Listen, I didn't even Google it. I just assumed that it was true because I saw it on Facebook. <laughs> then it is. You know it a is. cat can't blink? Cat, cat can't cat. blink. Yeah. That's insane. That's insane. I want that guy to read my menu item or what's for dinner. He's a great, not you. <laughs> the voice over. Thanks. Somebody said he sounds like a, a guy in a van giving out candy. Oh, yeah, yeah, that too. Down yeah. by the river. But it could be like, Ed, today you <laughs> have a salad with tuna. <laughs> Do you know what his job is? Voiceover? He's a comedian. Oh. Doesn't sound like a comedian. No, it didn't sound funny at all. No. It was kind of creepy. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> all right, so can... You be a boutique brand and later not be a boutique brand. And why would that change? Could it be success? Could that do it? There has been boutique brands that were referred to as boutiques and later that all changed. Why? Brand growth, brand awareness, acquisition, a company buys that company out. Well, God forbid, well, at the point success. That you, at the point you, be, you sell out, you are a sellout. That okay. would be the definition of selling out. You sold your company, and now that brand is a sellout. Okay, but yeah. No, but that, that term's not used for somebody that just sold their company. Usually somebody sells their company, and you should be proud. You should be happy for them. Like they just sold their company. They're making lots of money. The sellout is, has more of a negative connotation to it. I guess. It's true. Right. Okay, so let's, let's go with successes. You know, all of a sudden the brand is selling really good. It's doing millions of things. It was a boutique and now not. Uh, the growth or the sellout or sold a company so, to somebody else. So for a company that did it all, you could start with the original La Gloria Cubana. There we go. And it became sold a, out. It became a success. And I, I would argue at that point it stopped being boutique at that point. But then in addition, they sold out. Yeah, yeah. I think this uh, that's the, a perfect example of yeah. what there's a company that went full circle. Yeah, but the sell. I that, think the you sell wouldn't out, say they're a boutique now. No. no, no way. No, and I wouldn't have even prior to the sale. Right when I they moved they, out of Miami, they outgrew the boutique. Ah, so it becomes it becomes that selling out by definition is compromising a person's integrity, morality, authenticity, or principles in exchange for personal gain, such as money. That's what you're talking about, right? Right. It seems negative. You should be happy, right? You sold a company if that's what you wanted to do. Selling out is associated with attempts to fit to the mainstream for commercial audiences. For example, a musician who alters his music to fit a wider audience in turn generates to in turn generate revenue is labeled by fans that predates that change as a sellout. You must have seen that music. You're a big music guy. Oh, often. Right? All of a sudden, they have a pop hit, and you hate right. them because they're a sellout, right? Listen, even when the Rolling Stones went kind of disco. Yeah, you know? it pissed you off. Sure. Okay. Sellout refers to those musicians who signs a major label or license their music to company for advertising to gain profit in the mainstream, become more mainstream, sell more, and get more popular, and become a sellout. Stand-up comedians occasionally face acquisitions as selling out. Comedians who start with foul language and then clean up their act, sugarcoating it, become less offensive to hit the mainstream, get accused of selling out. 
So these are different things. So think of cigars that way. This is psych psychological of how people perceive cigars as being boutique and not being boutique. Suddenly, they are a sellout. Honestly, there is a formula to selling out every brand, every comedian, every cigar brand. That is the way they're building a brand for success. So their, their success is getting themselves out of the boutique and to be more successful, if that's the way that that's looked at. So um, with that, I got more to it. Um, could someone like Christian Aroa, who built up Camacho mm -hmm. early on, boutique and Sold out. Sold out, obviously, and then comes back in. Does he come back in as a boutique or does he come back in as a sellout? He came back in as a boutique. I would say, another great example, more to people uh, now that are smoking cigars. So he had took this brand Camacho. By the way, big factory that made lots and lots of cigars. One of the brands that wasn't doing so good all of a sudden came and got very popular and was a popular boutique brand later on, sold out, and then owned by a bigger company and is not perceived as a boutique anymore. It's the same cigar. Right, but I think when the integrity of the brand and that craftsmanship goes away and you take, even if you're the owner, you're still part of it, but you, you, you almost step away and let the brand kind of become whatever it becomes, then you become the sellout. Then it becomes the negative. But it still sells more. It sells unbelievable. Yeah. Then you got a brand like Back so to Back from the same company. Right. They release Back to Back. And that is viewed as the boutique version. Isn't that interesting? Same and company. It sells unbelievably well as well. Made in the same factory. Could possibly be the same cigar. Interesting. Right. But Dave, let's say you've got a boutique clothing store on Newbury Street. Yeah. And all of a sudden they decide, okay, we're going to put one of these boutiques in every Walmart. It's over, <laughs> Not right? Not so boutique -y anymore. Or that that boutique sells out to some big company and you know it becomes whatever the name changes of that store because they bought it with the stuff that's in it it's not a boutique anymore right no this is this is going to be interesting i think of of the perception of what people think of this yeah. it's more psychological than anything else because there is no number no, yeah it's sometimes yeah. sometimes boutique is a negative uh, you know, when I when I say United is more boutique because of production, not as well known. You're um, in 200 stores, right? Yeah, two, yeah 200 plus. So but, that that's non-success, right? So I, you're a loser. I'm very, I'm very unsuccessful. You're, yeah, you're right. <laughs> I should come on here more often. Yeah, <laughs> you, guys, you guys are great. Um, yeah. Remind my son to kick me in the nuts when I get home. So, um, but I, um, you know, so it was yeah. So so we're we're. I mean, we're smaller, so I still I would consider it boutique. But when you take away the you know, again the craftsmanship of of the the line, I think that's when it's you kind of jump that. Isn't it jump harder for you as a rep to rep the United products because they are not as well known because they're so boutiquey? Mm -hmm. Yeah, it, it yeah, incredibly difficult because so as I was saying, it it is sometimes a negative because there are some shops that will say, oh, we don't. We don't do well with boutique lines. We don't. We don't. We don't sell boutique lines. We don't bring in boutique lines. So I, that I would say it's a name, negative. Although yeah. people hold it with a badge of honor, we're a boutique. But I think it's it's sign of non-success. I think the reality is that the brands that are seen as boutique are probably 
that those middle tier brands that are selling they they well wanna, enough. They want to be mainstream, right? They want to grow up to be successful, yeah, yeah. right? Yeah. Okay, so let me finish this up. Um, what happens when a brand gets successful? Did they grow out of the boutique status? Um, can they keep the boutique status while being successful? Um, do they want to be perceived as boutique? And I think even something like a back-to-back wants to be perceived as a boutique right now until they gain some traction, even though they're from a company. So let's look at another industry. Mass-produced beer versus micro-produced beer versus craft beer. What happened to the term micro-brew? It seemed to go away. Why? It was described as the breweries that gained market share in the 90s. Everyone knew what it meant and expected what a micro-brew had its name attached to it, right? The word fell mostly out of use for a few reasons. First, it is a legal term that precisely describes a brewery's specific size. To be considered a microbrewery, a brewery produced 10,000 barrels or less per year. That doesn't happen in the cigar industry, but that's what happens in the, in the beer industry, 10,000 barrels or less. The industry realized that their favorites were graduating beyond that point. Second, the term just stopped making sense. Microbreweries like, microbreweries like Sam Adams grew and stopped being micro, but they still wanted to be a microbrewery. They wanted that status yes. in, the, in the public eye. So the industry created a term called craft beer. It was a good term because it was not legally restrictive. It is a generic term, but perfect for describing the sort of beer. Or is it? A beer that is a craft instead of manufactured. What? Craft versus manufactured. And you used the term already and said, oh, it's craft, but they're all manufactured. It means the exact same thing. It's nothing but marketing. The right. Brewers Association defines craft beer as a beer that is made by a brewer in small, independent, and traditional. How does that define small breweries? Once again, barrel per year was now counted. The association went to 2 million. The number coincided with the federal tax code. Next, the brewery went beyond two mil the 2 million mark. The Boston Brewing Company, for instance, Sam Adams' line of cigars, went beyond that point. And suddenly, craft beer means $6 million to the association. They keep raising the level because they want Sam Adams to be in there. So is a boutique a micro or a small batch? Is it worse, is it better, or is it just marketing? It doesn't mean anything. This is smaller better, or is bigger better, or success bad? Or is success good? It comes down to this. Boutique is cool in the cigar industry. That's what the terminology means. It's cool. This cigar is cool, and the big tobacco is not. So it's just marketing. Except big tobacco still sells more. Billions. More. Absolutely. But even the big guy wants to be the micro. That's wants how to appear micro. Wants to have certain lines appear micro. Uh, unless you end up putting a number to it, then they don't want to be there. Right. I don't know if they want to appear micro. They just want to, they want to relate with... The customer, just like Budweiser's coming out, they have you know their their different releases or their limited things because they want to they want to gravitate towards a certain demographic or group or whatever. So they're trying to make themselves seem small. But 
Well, I want to get to it, and I want to come up with something, but let's find out what's up in the cigar world with Mr. Jonathan. It's time for What's What's Up up? in the Cigar World, brought to you by Recluse Cigars. You want to know what's up? Recluse Cigars is what's up. Voted the 2015 Cigar of the Year is the Recluse Amadeus Reserva Habano. Every Recluse cigar goes through eight, count them, eight fermentation cycles over the course of two full years. They are box-pressed and rolled end to bar for a perfect draw every time. If you haven't done it yet, be sure to try a Recluse cigar today. And July marks that the first half of the year is over and as expected imports of premium cigars into the U.S. has been hit hard. Reports have just come in from quarter one, January through March, 2019 versus 2020, and premium cigar imports were down. This during the early part of the coronavirus pandemic, January to March, cigar shipments in the U.S. were down from 71.8 million cigars in Q1 in 2019 to 65.6 million cigars in Q1 of 2020, a drop of 9.5% in the first quarter of the year versus 2019. Scar Authority expects Q2 to be far worse. Donald Trump Jr. joined a group of cigar manufacturers, retailers, and consumers for the first ever historic virtual cigar herf on the Zooms. Media were asked not to report on the discussions taking place as it was all off the record. Was I even allowed to say this? You could say that, but that's the end of it. Uh, We were just a week away from what was to be the first PCA, formerly IPCPR trade show, canceled due to coronavirus. While 2020 was canceled, 21 is planned and going forward. The dates were announced as Saturday, July 10th and Tuesday, July 13th. I'm sorry, through Tuesday, July 13th, 2021. The Cigar Authority does plan to attend and cover the show and report back with daily updates. However, the PCA has announced it's furloughing all employees, including its president, Scott Pierce, effective immediately. So I wonder how that's going to play into... It's hard to do that with no employees. None. Hard to put the show together. Yeah. Yeah. Going to be tough. Especially since... You got a call to say where your boot's going to go and there's nobody answering the phone, right? Emails have not been answered. You can put your booth uh-huh. anywhere you want now. We're trying, to, we're trying to give money. We, United, trying to give money and emails not being answered. Uh-huh. That's hard. Yep. This is also a time of year where new releases are let out of the bag. The Cigar Authority is putting together a master list and will report in a couple of weeks what we can expect to hit the shelves soon. One wonders about the PCA exclusive set to hit the trade show floor and only available to those who attended, including the Illusion PCA exclusive 2020. Whereas nobody attended, will it be released? Add the 2020 TA releases that never happened, like La Florida Minicana, TAA 52 Oro, and more to come on this subject. And uh, breaking news, Oliver Nouveau would like to break some more news on the firecracker. Boy, that intro was great. Where you say breaking news <laughs> and breaking news. Listen, so yes, breaking news. We had uh, we just had the Perdomo firecracker, which was just unbelievable. The response that we got from from that one. Would you Over, call that a sellout? Um, we did sell out of the product. Okay, <laughs> just checking. We did not sell out. So one thousand boxes nationwide. Nick Perdomo, being Nick Perdomo, who won well dressed. Just an incredibly smart man. Plans ahead. He planned ahead because typically the Firecracker limited release, we have uh, another production of that past year's production the following year. So what Nick did is he produced over what we wanted now, 
Yeah. So made him in advance. Made him in right. Made him in advance. And because it was overwhelming, now we've talked about. It. He hasn't told us the number. It's still a little unknown. But in this this quarter, can we expect a double down? We will have a double double down. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> we're gonna do it again. So, so he did let us know that the production is almost ready. He's gonna start putting it together. So we're going to have another release. So if anything, this is going to be a more aged. Yeah. All right, Cracker, right? Yeah, I mean, a couple more months. A couple more months. Yeah. We're going to have it. Uh, we're going to have a second uh, release of the Perdomo in the same year, which is just Never unheard been done. Never unheard been done. Um, so if if you want that, if you because I, I I had retailers call up and they're asking for Perdomo and they're, oh, I want five. After it's gone. After right? it's gone. Yeah. So get started now. Get started with the Firecracker and get ready for the uh, re-release of the Perdomo Firecracker. Then in the fourth quarter, we are going to have the third release. Not the second, not the first, but the third release of the Mikarita uh, Firecracker. Yeah. And reading through the uh, Steve Saka Snickers and uh, verbiage and whatever else he, he does with his with his hands to trick you, yeah. uh, he did say that this is going to be a little bit uh, different. Yeah. So a little bit of a change in it. I don't know what it's going to be. Is but he, he allowed said, to do that? He, uh, yeah. Yeah, I mean, tweak it up. So it's going to be different from the last. So if you have the Mikarita from before, and even if you bought it in the first and the second release... This release is going to be different. So you do not have this Mikarita firecracker. He doesn't say different how. It might just be he, the red band. It, but no, <laughs> it will be something different. He's, he said he's going to, he's, he's tweaking it up to, I think, to make it more firecracker-esque. That one had a lot of pop to it anyway. Yeah, it sure did. did. Well, he's going to give you that pop Oh, I like that. The double pop. And then even bigger, bigger news. And I just uh, sat down with him uh, again in Miami. Not telling you who, but even a bigger surprise, maybe the biggest, another firecracker release of a limited release product from a company that we've never done anything with in the past. So this is, you talk about double, double, double down. This is adding the cheese and the special sauce on top of that. This is even a, a bigger why aren't firecracker coming why, out. Why aren't you telling us who the manufacturer is and why aren't you telling us what it is? How can I, how can I sell this? Why you're always trying to divide things. This is about getting united. So get just united. unite with me, get united, understand. Trying to get once, the information. Once we get. The information once, is the filling in the donut. Yeah, it is. <laughs> Jose Dominguez. <laughs> I'm sharing that. I'm sharing the. I'm sharing the description of the donuts. It, it's in the box. You can't open it yet. Once you open this, though, you will be excited. You know. So this is. Uh, when's that one coming out? That will be. This is something later, probably November. But once once we know really means when it's landed. Once I have it in hand, then we'll be able to share what this whole. Uh, Secrecy. So this must be a boutique factory that you you're not able this to is, trust their production. This is it's no. boutique <laughs> with everything well, going said, on right you now. You said it's a limited release. Of it a was. Release. It was. Yeah, it was a limited release. So now this is an even more limited release. We're re, we're releasing another firecracker in 2020, which is hasn't been done. But I smoked it. Phenomenal. I, I think 2020 might be the best year ever. <laughs> right I, now it looks like the worst year ever. It might be the best year ever. Dave, he's. Great salesman. I have two no zero, idea what he's talking about. But two zero, I want two it. zero. You want to buy it anyway? I want the, it. Be, the best, the best one yet. All right, next week uh, might be the worst because that's what we're going to talk about next week. <laughs> okay. Next week uh, we're going to talk about the worst cigar brand names ever, the worst that ever were. Any so Cubans? some some people might get butt hurt a little bit because they're going to hear their name of their 
brand maybe labeled blue whales anus well any cuban blue world anus would do it cuban names <laughs> any cubans any cuban is is one of the worst ones <laughs> all right and that was mine so i'm throwing it in there all right. i'm throwing it in there so something to look forward to and we will have uh jim price the rep from cle on the oh, show and uh he, he's been around for a long time so he can chime in with us and uh and, and get it get into the the, the um he remembers some of these Old brands, the nitty cer gritty. certainly remembers the ones. And his runs. company certainly makes it easy for you. You got CLE, Arella, Asylum. You're done. Yeah, Asylum. I don't know. Is that a? Are they not crazy sizes? Does the name Great. not fit? There we go. It works. All right, we're going to get into it? that. That's all next week. But right here, final thoughts on the United Robusto Maduro. Finger burner. You and you? Oliver did a lot more talking than I did. I had a chance to smoke this right down to the nub. Nub. It stayed I sweet right all the down. way down. Through the end. Nub. Good name for a cigar? Nub? Yeah. yeah. Decent. Decent. Told you. Uh, <laughs> the, uh, the brown sugar stayed true all the way through. It, if anything, it became more prevalent all the way to the end. Uh, very, very subtle white pepper just at the very, very end here. Gets a little stronger third. at the end. Yep. Goes from seven to eight. Yeah, I think it picks up. I, I get a lot of wood, that barbecue, you know, again, 4th of July, um, summer seasons, barbecuing. I, I get a woodiness. A uh, nice, nice char to it. Tastes like the Fourth of July. Tastes like the Fourth. Get United, smoke United. What is it? Grill for free. Well, you have to buy United, <laughs> okay. then you smoke United, and then you're living United. Ah, then you grill for buy free. Buy United, smoke United, live United. United cigars. You got it. There you go. United All right, smoke. we're gonna take a break. Stick, stay right here with us, Oliver. Sir. When we come back, once and for all, we're gonna name the criteria of a boutique cigar. Maybe come up with a different name for it. We're going to figure this out once and for all. We're going to light up another cigar from United Cigar, which is picture perfect for United Cigar. We're live in the Toscano Cigar Soundstage, and you're listening to The Cigar Authority on the United Podcast Network. Are you a member of the Cigar Authority Care Package? Well, if not, the time, my friend, is now. For just $24.99, you'll get four premium cigars delivered to your door each month. And we'll smoke each one of those cigars on the Cigar Authority podcast with you. I don't know if that's really a benefit. Sure it is. We will judge the construction, flavors, and review the cigars, and you can see how right or wrong we really are. You might be surprised. Four premium cigars delivered to you for $24.99, and you can quit any time, but you won't. The value is incredible. Want to take the Cigar Authority Care Package to the next level? Sign up or upgrade to the Cigar Authority Care Package Prime. For just $5 more, you get an extra cigar and usually something special. That's five cigars each month, all different. Find the Cigar Authority Care Package on thecigarauthority.com and sign up today. The Cigar Authority Care Package. Aging Room 4 Nicaragua Maestro. Named Cigar Aficionado's number one cigar of the year with a 96 rating, is a complex Nicaraguan puro carefully blended by Rafael Nodal and made by A.J. Fernandez. As Cigar Aficionado described it, every puff is an overture of flavors that's at times heavy and rich with notes of dark chocolate and wood, and other times subtle and understated with hints of fine caramel and toasted almonds. Treat yourself to an aging Room 4 Nicaragua today. Surgeon General warning cigar smoking can cause cancers of the mouth and throat even if you do not inhale. 
You've heard us talking before about the best cigar magazine in the world, Cigar Journal. You want to know what makes Cigar Journal the best cigar magazine? Cigar Journal covers every angle of the cigar world. From exclusive stories and features, insightful interviews with industry power players, detailed cigar reviews, and of course, all the latest news and reports surrounding premium cigars. We're telling you, you will be impressed. Cigar Journal has stunning images, explanations of cigar science basics. This is the magazine for any cigar enthusiast, or better yet, passionado. Cigar Journal covers cigars in the U.S. and around the world and is printed right here in the USA. You owe it to yourself to discover the world's best cigar magazine, Cigar Journal. Available at your local cigar retailer and on the web at their new website, CigarJournal.com. That's CigarJournal.com. Let me tell you a little bit about the Rocky Patel 15th Anniversary Cigar, or what they call the Three-Peat. Crafted in Rocky's boutique Nicaraguan factory, the 15th anniversary was released in 2010 to commemorate Rocky Patel's 15th year in the cigar industry, and it impressed right out of the gate. The Robusto and the Torpedo both scored 93 points in Cigar Aficionado, while the Toro and Corona Gorda both notched 92 points. The Rocky Patel 15th Anniversary is a robust cigar with notes of toasted spice, roasted coffee, and almonds. Rocky Patel himself has referred to his 15th anniversary as the Decade on Steroids. The 15th Anniversary has also been named to Cigar Aficionado's Top 25 Cigars of the Year list on three separate occasions. Rocky's only brand to accomplish the three-peat. Rocky Patel's 15th anniversary, Rocky Patel's 15th anniversary, Rocky Patel's 15th anniversary. The La Galera Habano uses a classic wrapper on a staple cigar for a classy company. Hi there, this is David Garofalo of the Cigar Authority, and I want, no, no, I need to tell you about La Galera Habano. The La Galera Habano is an authentic cigar elaborated with the hands of the best cigar rollers of Tabacalera Palma in the Dominican Republic. Blended around an outstanding, flavorful Ecuadorian Habano wrapper, the Dominican-grown Corojo binder, and the filler made up of Piloto Cubano, Criollo 98, and Piloto Oro, creating a medium to full-bodied, attractively consistent, and aromatic smoke that envies no other. I love this cigar. Have you tried La Galera Habano yet? Well, what are you waiting for? Available at Better Cigar Shops worldwide is La Galera Habano. The wait is over. La Galera Habano. Justo and his father, Julio Eiroa, are continuing the tradition of growing authentic Corojo and now bring you Aladino. Aladino is a true old-fashioned cigar, pure authentic Corojo grown in the Eiroa Tobacco Farms in Honduras from the original Cuban seed of Corojo. An Aladino cigar represents the golden era of cigars in Cuba, and after one light, this old-school smoke will bring you back. Aladino cigars come from JRE Tobacco, a family center company who manage all aspects of cigar growing and manufacturing. This crop-to-shop operation is fully committed to providing you with quality and satisfaction. The premier Corojo grower in the entire cigar industry 
is Julio Eiroa, a tobacco grower and master cigar blender who personally guarantees that Aladino will provide you the opportunity to enjoy the true authentic Corojo taste. Take this journey and be part of history in a cigar smoking experience like no other. Aladino. This is Nelson Afronso from Selected Tobacco, the company who made and manufactured Atabay, Byron, and Bandolero. You are listening to the Cigar Authority on the United Podcast Network. There he is. And we're back with the Director of Sales and Marketing for United Cigars, Oliver Nouveau. And we're talking boutique cigars. Is there more to boutique than the company and the brands? Welcome back, everybody, to the Cigar Authority. Let's get to it. Let's light it up. Mr. Jonathan, what do we have here? Our second cigar today, Dave, is going to be the Firecracker, manufactured in the Dominican Republic by Mahia Cubana. How's that? <laughs> Nailed it. For United Cigars, the size is 3 by 50 The wrapper features an Ecuadorian Habano. The binder is Dominican, and the fillers are comprised of two Dominican Lajeros, a Nicola Raguin Lajero, and a Pennsylvanian Lajero. It is part of the Cigar Authority Care Package Prime. A single cigar is $5.39, a box of 20 is $114.99, and that's a savings of almost $20 or 17% off the box price at twoguyscigars.com. If you're too far away from a brick-and-mortar retailer that carries it, try twoguyscigars.com. That's the number two, guyscigars.com. Nice. So this is the model. This is the model that goes to a manufacturer, Nick Perdomo, for instance. You give him this and say, this is the idea of the firecrack, and I'll do your best Size-wise, uh, and his make idea. it make it yours. Make it yours. Yeah. Um, unfinished foot with this, where Perdomo chose to do a finished foot. We've seen back and forth. Different companies decide what they want to do. The only criteria is the long wick on it and the size. Size and the wick. Okay. Yeah, and I think that and the box count has to be correct because you wouldn't be able to import it. I don't. We don't know if that's true anymore. Very interesting thing you bring up, because I was talking to Nick Perdomo's wife, Janine, and she said things have changed, and if you put cellophane on the cigar, it is now sold in units of one. So the FDA, <laughs> even though you're putting them in boxes of whatever you're doing, each one is the FDA compliance thing. So now that may go away. So this is from her. I know she got her head down. She's paying attention to everything that's going on here. I listened to it. I said, I didn't hear this. So we're going to see what the, the, that happens because then things can change at that point. How, how amazing is Janine? She's like, the greatest. Uh, when it comes to FDA things oh, and helping out. She's uh, great. It comes to anything. When it comes to anything. Right. Right. But to Helpful people. Of, helpful. Yeah, very helpful. Helpful. All right, let's give it a cut. It's time to cut our cigar. The official cutting brought to you by Perdomo Cigars. Perdomo is the brand, while all other brands were raising prices, Perdomo cut out the federal S-chip tax and actually lowered them. Perdomo Cigars, they stand for quality, tradition, and excellence. Excellence. So you, Interesting. you cut yeah, yours. I, I leave it the way it is. I was, ju I was just going to say. Yep. I like watching what people do. Yep. Because then I, watch this. I usually slide this down a little bit. Yeah, and it keeps by having the wick on. It does keep the band, band on. in place. I like to. I ju, uh, there's just something about it. I love seeing. And plus, if you love the little rascals, that's alfalfa. Ah, <laughs> another another with a little hair up there. There we yeah. go. But, how uh, how no, old are you? How just, old are you? Remember, little rascals. 40, 47. Yeah, you're a kid. Yeah. But <laughs> uh, no, I, I mean, yeah. There's just something something about it. It's so unique. 
um, one of a kind, the original, right? One with uh, yeah. with a wick. Two thousand and six was when the firecracker was first created, invented. Yeah, and then a uh, lot out there similar to it, but un. None like it. A little spice on the cold draw. Does it piss you off as much as it pisses me off? <clears throat> Not as much as the no. pissed off Kristoff no. firecracker, <laughs> which was phenomenal. We're going to light our cigar today with the Vertigo <laughs> He's a nice guy. Gauntlet. He's just a nice guy. The Vertigo Gauntlet features three inline jets. Double action, meaning you press the, the button down, the lid pops open. I'm, I got corrected on that again. The guy wrote in. I was saying single action when it was double action and vice versa. Yeah. So this things, is double two things, action. Two things happen. Two things are happening. Oh. Three jets in line, fueled by the patented Vertigo big-ass tank. You've got easy adjustment at the bottom and a flip-out bullet punch, all for the low price of $19.99. That's the Vertigo gauntlet. Nice. It's 4th of July weekend, and it's time uh, to smoke United and to smoke firecrackers. Is this the biggest time of the year for the sale of firecrackers and United Cigar, or it just you sell me around? No, I think this is the biggest time because it, it's in, well, I, I know it's the biggest time. Um, it's in the back of, of everyone's head. Because uh, we sell them year round in the store. People still, come in and buy them all the they, time. They sell year round because the, the cigar is great. Yeah. Um, but well, the size is good, especially in the wintertime. I mean, I know this is 4th of July, and one thing I'll say, I don't think either of you have ever brought this up. This cigar smokes for the length of time mm. of a firework display start to finish i've done it two years in a row now start to finish you light it up when the first firework goes off and you're nubbing it when the grand finale happens even the the boston one that ain't gonna happen i've never this year is it even gonna happen not there's some small there's some small ones on the the local virtual virtual fireworks (laughs) what just a computer generated thing or what oh my god (laughs) that used to be a screensaver yeah yeah um yeah, no. A little sweet cinnamon, little white pepper. Okay, so you said uh, limited edition firecracker coming out in the future. Anything you want to share? Any hint? Hint. Starts with the letter. Anything? Maybe the exact Which, day that it's going to launch? The November? No, we're looking at it's scheduled for November. But. As far as you want to go? As far as. Where's we're gonna go? You, you okay. said you said you were in Miami discussing this, correct? So that yeah. narrows it down to about everybody, two hundred <laughs> different manufacturers. Better than nothing. It's all these gifts. Oh yeah, as, as soon as it as it's it's shipping and we're we're finalizing everything. It's you got a country of origin. With, with everything, everything that's going on. Country of origin. Could you use it in a sentence? <laughs> <laughs> okay, let's come up with a name and a criteria for this boutique thing that. Uh, like the craft beer people, craft beer, the microbrew to craft beer or something, maybe we can come up with something. So a boutique cigar is a cigar that is made in small or limited quantities. How many? No number has been given yet. Should that be a criteria? A boutique cigar is a cigar that is only made in small factories. If so, what size is the factory? No number is given yet. Does it have to be a doesn't, small factory? Doesn't no. have to. You got to come up with something. I think if you hit a million cigars in a production, then they're out. That production is no longer should be considered boot. The brand is gone. It's off. Once it did it once. The whole brand, or just that. Let's size? say. Let's say the no, firecracker no, no. hits a million. Regular firecracker hits a million. Regular firecracker could no longer be considered boutique, but the Perdomo firecracker. Is still boutique, even though it's Perdomo? 
but it's the Perdomo I think, firecracker. I think Perdomo is a boutique simply because it's Perdomo. Yet the boutique and, and far less were made of Perdomo firecracker than regular firecracker, but it's Perdomo, therefore it's not boutique. But it's the Perdomo but firecracker. It's, yeah, it's, uni- it's unique. It can be boutique until it hits the million Some in one calendar year. A boutique cigar is only made for a store as a store exclusive. Could that be the only one? Um, probably not. There's a lot of reasons why not, that it couldn't be. Rafi Nodell, former company, Boutique Brands. Remember that was yeah, what they were Boutique Blends. Blends, yeah, that's what it was called. Now distributed by Altadas, one of the biggest. The biggest company and sometimes manufactured, the brand is manufactured by Hochi Blanco in a small factory, and he's a small guy. He's a big guy, but small. Small production. Is it still a boutique? Distributed by Altadas? Does the distrib- distribution company matter? Does it? I don't think the distribution company matters. Can a cigar be made for a small brand owner, be made by a big manufacturer, and still be boutique? Yes. Yeah, and Ed, Ed's uh, point earlier, if the boutique company was sold in all the Walmarts, it's not boutique. So if that's the distribution. No, that would be the stores. Okay, but it's one major store. Yeah, so if it gets sold in too many major stores, then it can't be boutique because it's going to hit a million. Boom, back to my so definition. The, right, so Altada is selling that brand, distributing that brand. It's no longer boutique. If it hits a million. So I think all we've got to is it's got to be limited in production. In production. Drew Estates, which is always considered a boutique, probably the number one producer in the world of all cigars, Swisher. We went through that yes, last week. Yeah. Family-owned. By the way, um, not family operated. Well, obviously, can't be. Are they boutique? Swisher? Yeah. No. <laughs> what, they don't they have do a single. Produce? They don't have a single skew that does less than a million. Romacraft now does over a million cigars. Uh, I'm sorry. There is one skew that does less than a million cigars a year. Acid Amigos. Yeah. <laughs> so that would be the boutique. But it's acid. It's Acid Amigos. It's a specific it's a size. One. Now you're saying so a size. Saying There's not size. one size that does a million. It doesn't have it. It doesn't have the markings of the other one. It's part of the subculture. It's a different product. So subculture could be boutique. Yeah, the boutique side is of the quality is. the same. So they sold out. They sold to, or they were purchased by Swisher. Maybe it's better. Is What's it? better? What's worse? What What does it mean? Is it better than what what it was? They don't run out of cigars as often. So that qualifies it to be better. Um, you're asking a guy who sells in retail. Yeah, it's better if I can order it and it comes. I've, I've heard some people say that it's not as good as what it used to be. So that makes it non-boutique because it's just produced. Is good means a boutique? Good and bad? I, I think part of that. Part of that <laughs> is, so Roma Craft does now. Why do I feel like Oliver's just getting his ass kicked by both of us? And we're supposed to be nice to him and interview him. Sorry, Oliver. All right. Roma Craft does a, a, a million... A million cigars now. They broke the million mark. They don't have a single skew that does a million cigars. Nobody does. Not nobody. Yeah. Romeo does in the things we mentioned last week, but so there was lots of boutiques out yeah. there, let me tell you. Well, Roma Craft was never boutique. They were craft. But craft, so craft we established, was yeah. just the marketing <laughs> word. Yeah. But, but Roma Craft started off as a boutique. All right. They were, the, they were the most strict definition of boutique. They were made for a store. The store ended up getting wiped out in a hurricane, but they were made for a store. They, they originally, yes, they did. Garofalo, made by Perdomo. 
makes a million cigars. Let's say they hit the million mark. Does it unqualify it as a boutique? And because it's made in a factory that does millions of cigars, does that make it? Rocky Patel owns Rocky Patel Cigars, the face of the brand. That's another thing we didn't talk about. Is it boutique because there's a face of the brand? That there's a person, there's Steve Saka. Maybe he makes more than a million cigars. If he does, it's not boutique, but there's a face of the brand. It's not the name of the brand, but in, in Rocky Patel's case, it is. So that's another thing to look at. Does family owned and operated come into play at all? If that's you, the case, you you have Perdomo, family operated. We're pretty Padron. Padron. We're pretty good, but you get George Padron in, into a store event. You get Nick Perdomo at a store event, and there's a draw there. There's there's a value. Does it make them boutique? No, I guess that in and of itself doesn't. Who gets to decide? We're the Cigar Authority, so I guess we get to decide. But I mean, <laughs> should there be a, a criteria? Does anyone care? I mean, we, we just did a whole show on this thing. Does anybody care? Does it matter? Um, you coined this, the Cigar Liberty thing. Yeah. Is there a name or a definition of something you can come up with? Think about it. We still have some time for the rest of the show. Right now, let's get to, uh, for just a minute... Um, the matchup of the week brought to you by VS. VS means versus, but it stands for Victor Sinclair. Who would win this hypothetical battle? Um, all right. Because I got all over here, I want to come up with something. Would you rather eat shit that tastes like chocolate, <laughs> or would you rather eat chocolate that tastes like shit? <laughs> <laughs> I would uh, I would rather eat chocolate that tastes like. That's the right answer. That is the correct answer. Because you, what it tastes like doesn't matter as long as you do know I, it's not shit. Do I get? It's one, okay. Do I get one cup? But it tastes like shit. Little bit, little bite. Yeah, I can do. You gotta. There's just two of us. Shit. Can this also oh be the God, offer of the like day? Chocolate. Yeah. <laughs> I'll get. So I'll go make some chocolate for Oliver. Good. I think just I have some the, in the freezer. Just the chocolate. Well, Oliver, do you drink that? Coffee that monkeys shit out. Why am I here? Can you drink that? Yeah. I've had that. See? I've had that. The monkey the, one and the, the cat one. one. So you draw the line at eating shit. You'll drink shit. Yeah. Can I, can I fling it at any point? Oh, yeah. All right. It's acceptable. All right. So that might change my answer. So what is the answer? Chocolate. Yeah, you go chocolate. Chocolate tastes like shit. Oh, yeah. That's it? That's Nobody's it. eating shit that tastes like chocolate. <laughs> no. No. Ben, so Carl, it doesn't matter what it tastes like. It matters what it is. What? What? Kind it doesn't of, matter what it tastes like. It matters what it is. So going full circle, it doesn't matter if it is what it tastes like or how good the cigar is. It matters if it's a boutique. Well, what kind of chocolate? Hershey. Oh, you're Jesus, you're, we're Godiva. already off that, Ed. And what, what, type, what type of shit? Is it a loose stool? Is it a loose stool? Are we talking human, man, uh, animal? Uh, it went off the rails. Okay, <laughs> it truly happened. Wait till the after show. Guano, guano's bad shit. And right. people, yeah, they make pottery out of it. And they eat out of it. Yeah. yeah. So the after show is on Wednesday. You're going to stay for that. Uh, cigars that nurse away stress. Cigars that nurse away cigars stress. Right We're going to talk about that. So early thoughts here in the firecracker. What do you got? It, there's a, there is certainly a pepper component. It stands up to the firecracker. You get a real boost of pepper right at the beginning because of that unfinished foot. I, I barely smoked it. I had to relight it. I was talking too much. And the, um, but it's strong. 
it, it has a it has a good amount of strength. I wouldn't say it's over the top. I'm going to put this at a six for me. Oh, six retro. What's your you know retro though? Because the retro is a little bit. Oh, that was oh, that was pretty, came that was pretty out. good. Yeah, <laughs> a little 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 pee came out. <laughs> <laughs> no, I still didn't do it. You got a little, but the the retro on this is is peppery. Yeah, there's more pepper there. Yeah. So it does it, have. It's milder than the Perdomo firecracker. For sure. sure. But it's not mild. No. It's not mild. No. No, I, I put it at a medium, medium plus. Um, but balanced. People throw that word it, around a lot. Balanced. Ba- well, balanced. What does me- that mean? Because to, you? to me, that means when, because there are stronger, medium, full, medium, plus, full body that just overpower the palate. It's like having, I always go back to steaks. If you have a steak and you put a bunch of hot sauce on it, all you taste is the hot sauce. You don't taste the steak. That's not balanced. So you want to season the meat properly so that when when you take that bite, you have a taste of that irony, you know, meat, and then you have a taste of the seasoning. This is balanced where I have the spice, but it doesn't take away from some of the other notes that, now you're pulling out. There we go. Right. All right, let's take a break. When we come back... What is the criteria for the word? Uh, The real facts. We're going to find out if uh, Mr. Jonathan's girlfriend's right. Bigger is not better. What the hell? I put it right there in your show notes. You You had a chance to take that out if you wanted to. (laughs) (laughs) We're going to be right back to find out. We're live in the Toscano Cigar Soundstage, and you're listening to The Cigar Authority on the United Podcast Network. Let's talk a little about Rough Rider Cigars. So here is where the motorcycle culture meets Cigar Nation. This badass looking cigar uses the name Rough, but delivers a smooth as silk ride each and every time. Even before lighting one, you can't help but notice it's sweet like honey flavor. Smooth and creamy, resembling slightly sweetened butter. Outstanding! The Rough Rider Cigar is so beautiful in so many ways. We're talking a premium cigar, imported, long filler cigar, but wait till you hear the price. Every cigar is in the $3 price range. That's right. Even the Churchill in the 6x60, every cigar is in the $3 price range. Rough Rider Cigars. There's nothing rough about Rough Rider except the name. Rough Rider Cigars. The following message is brought to you by Drew Estate. Drew Estate, the rebirth of cigars in the new Drew Diplomat app. Join me, Barry Stein, from the Cigar Authority on Drew Diplomat. As you know, I am quite partial to Liga Pavada number 9 from Drew Estate. So join me for a Liga and share your experience with Drew Estate. And while you're at it, don't forget to check into Two Guys Smoke Shop on the Drew Diplomat app. Drew Diplomat is now available for the iPhone and Android. To learn more about Drew Diplomat, visit DrewDiplomat.com. That's DrewDiplomat.com. You must be at least 21 years of age or older and a resident of the United States, including D.C. To be eligible for membership in this program, other terms and conditions apply. Surgeon General Warning, cigars are not a safe alternative to cigarettes. Since 1903, when La Aurora Cigars first opened their doors as the first cigar factory of the Dominican Republic, they have defined Dominican Cigar Manufacturing. Now, La Aurora continues that innovation with La Aurora Dominican DNA, featuring an exceptional blend whose soul is the Andullo. 
La Aurora pays tribute to the oldest Dominican tobacco process with a cigar that features tobacco that is part of their heritage and their DNA. The La Aurora DNA features this hard-to-work tobacco that brings the unique characteristics of strength, inspiring aroma, and sweetness that creates an exceptional smoking experience that only La Aurora can bring you. Experience La Aurora Dominican DNA with its Cibao Valley Dominican wrapper, an authentic Cameron binder from Africa with fillers from the Dominican Republic, Pennsylvania, Nicaragua, and Anduyo. Available at top retailers like twoguyscigars.com and is distributed in the United States by Miami Cigar and Company. Experience the rich tradition of the legendary H. Upman brand with the latest addition to their iconic 1844 line. The H. Upman 1844 Añejo uses a rich, well-balanced blend of Nicaraguan, Honduran, and Dominican tobaccos and an extra-aged wrapper that offers a deep aroma with a bold finish. The H. Upman 1844 Añejo is sure to please adult smokers looking for a delicious, handmade, premium smoke that is aged to perfection. Surgeon General warning, tobacco use increases the risk of infertility, stillbirth, and low birth weight. Jose Dominguez, Jose Dominguez, Jose, Jose, Jose Dominguez. What the hell are you doing? I'm writing a commercial for Jose Dominguez. Well, what you should be doing is talking about how good they are. That Jose Dominguez makes millions of cigars for other people, but saves the best tobaccos and the best blend for his namesake, Jose Dominguez. Not singing a song, if that's what you think you're doing. What I am doing is creating what is known as a donut. Hey, nobody's going to take away your donuts. No, a donut in a commercial is when it starts with a jingle and then the information comes in and then ends with the song again. The information is the filling of the donut. Why does everything you talk about have to center around food and usually donuts? I don't know. Listen, Jose Dominguez cigars come in four great sizes and two wrappers. The mild, buttery, smooth, natural, and the slightly bolder Maduro. And every cigar is about $5. You know as well as I do, Dave, Jose Dominguez is no $5 cigar. It's worth so much more, it's a sensational value. Okay, here's the end of the donut. You ready? Jose Dominguez. Jose Dominguez. This is Nick Perdomo from Perdomo Cigars. You're listening to the Cigar Authority on the United Podcast Network. Look at Ed with all just the right drops today. Did fantastic. Killing it. You noticed the pattern. I noticed it. You did a good job there, and I appreciate it. We're back. We're smoking the firecracker on the 4th of July weekend with the Director of Sales and Marketing for United Cigars, Oliver Nouveau. We're talking boutique cigars from a boutique manufacturer, I guess. And uh, Oliver was just oh, about to no tell guessing. us the um, country of origin on this uh, elusive oh, firecracker yeah. that may or may not be coming out in November. November. Yes, that is from. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm excited for that. I know everyone's been waiting for it. Fair enough. I'm not saying the country of origin, which is very interesting. Is it a weird country like oh, Costa, it was Costa Rica? Rica. Uh, oh, we might be onto something. Could it be a weird country? Maybe. We'll see. <laughs> it's the, the Haitian firecracker. Unknown, <laughs> 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 never been done before. Yeah. Um, so, do you like boutiques because you believe they are small? 
I'm talking to the consumer here. Is that why the consumer likes Bucci Helping soup? the little guy? Yeah, you want to root for the small guy. You want to support. You don't want to support the big guy, the monster companies or something. Is that part of the psychology here? Do you think part of the boutique craze is fuller-bodied cigar smokers searching for that next thing, and they find their next strong cigar from those smaller guys? Listen, there's part of it for me as a, as a cigar smoker before being in the cigar business being in the music business, I was always looking for the next hit before it was the hit. Right. So you want the what, why do we go into cigar stores and say what's new? You want you want to be the first one in your neighborhood to say, oh, you got to try the new such and such. I've heard beer people say it all the time too that they say, you ever tried the such and such beer? Oh, you got to get it. It's really good. You want to? It's I don't know a cool factor or something to talk about. I had it. You haven't had it yet. Is that part of it? There's in the in the bourbon world and in the, in the scotch world those hard to find right. bottles. But they, those, they're never really that good to me. I, I would rather just find something that is a everyday beater. Hey, I opened up that um, Chinese whiskey. You drank it. Yeah. It was good. It was good, but it wasn't as good as the one I brought. And the one I brought was a fourth of the cost. What did you bring? Proper 12. Is it still there? Proper 12. It's still at your house, yeah. You didn't take Irish, it home with you? I, did. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't drink it. Nick Perdomo went back for seconds on the proper twelve, and he didn't really? go back for seconds on the the proper Japanese. Well, it's hard to go back for seconds on a on a bottle that's five hundred plus yeah. dollars. You can't just say, "Oh yeah, bore me another one, fill it up, fill it <laughs> up." It's, it's Nick Perdomo, and he knows Dave isn't going right. to drink it. If he would have been doing Dave a favor, no, I think part I of tasted the boutique, it though it was good, but I didn't taste that. I'll, I'll tell maybe fourth you, you know what, I think what 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 uh, kind of pushed the whole boutique side of things on cigars too was social media because everybody wanted the newest thing. Yeah, that, you know how can I get something? But that it, but it was there. It was there in me and Ed's day too. That yeah, it was Glory Cubana was the, Puros and Dios. Yeah. It was one after the other. It even goes but back before those social media. How much of that was smaller manufacturers really pushing to keep their price low and their quality extremely high so they could generate buzz at that price point and take well, a piece of the action they from the could, bigger they guys. They couldn't make a lot. Therefore, it was high demand. And what's what's in high demand is what they want. You want what you can't get, right? Sure. Everybody right. wants a Perdomo firecracker right now because you can't get it. We're going to have another round of it. We're going to see what ends up happening. But when you can get it, maybe you don't want it. You want what you can't have. It, it, this... See, as, but, as I but said at the one, beginning of it, it's want. psychological. Yeah, this oh, one this you one you want. There, yeah. There's some limited factor to this, right? And exclusivity. Yes. You know, if you go shopping I at hate the that bo- word. But if you go shopping at the boutique. It's the whole Cuban thing that we want Cuban cigars because we can't get Cuban cigars. Right. And, they, and, and I believe mistake, when the day yeah. comes after it happens, that a year or two after that, it's not going to be such a big no. deal, but you want the limited, rare, hard to get, hard to find, and every boutique is a hard to find, right? Sure. As opposed to go to any convenience right. store and you're going to be able to get brand X that's going to be there. So here's my final thing. Here are the facts of what I have here. The entire premium cigar industry is small. Some smaller than others, but the whole thing is small. The entire premium industry the entire premium industry is $1 billion in total revenue. There's only 300 million cigars produced per year for the U.S. consumption. And we're talking about 400 billion Marlboro cigarettes, for instance. 400 billion Marlboro cigarettes. No, I would say Marlboro cigarettes, not boutique. Not boutique. <laughs> uh, even go, non-premium cigars is $18 billion 
non-premium cigars. No cigar brand is doing 10 million cigars, none of them. And we have Marlboro doing 400 billion. Marlboro is more than 100 times bigger than the entire premium cigar industry. A thousand times bigger. Just Marlboro the brand. 1,000 times bigger than the entire premium cigar industry. With Imperial Tobacco selling Altadas and Philip Morris selling Nat Sherman. Besides Scandinavian, who owns General Cigar, and Swisher, who owns Drew Estate, the entire premium industry is boutique to all cigars. To the premium cigar industry is a boutique for from all cigars. Everything within it is a boutique from the... For, 18 billion all cigars. So wouldn't then it be really craft would be the better use of or, a term? Or, or is it premium? Premium well, cigars becomes the word. Small, miniature, micro, tiny, petite, craft, whatever you want to call it. Petite craft. I like that. Total silence. Yeah, we need, <laughs> we, we, the cigar industry, the premium cigar industry, don't need to be smaller. We need to be bigger. We're already too small. That's how I look at so bigger. Benefits. Let's call them premium cigars and be done with this boutique thing. They're premium cigars. But you're still going to have favorites. You're going to still going to have trends. You're still going to have yeah, the hard to fine. get stuff that that people are going to look after. Yeah, limited releases, small batch productions of certain things. But I don't think you take any of the any brands and you say, well, this brand is a boutique. Well, this company is a boutique, and this one is a monster because none of them are. Right. They're all small. So I'm not saying I was right at the beginning, but I was right at the beginning when I said that it's all <laughs> artistry and there's just an it, because it's it's they're all handmade. Right? Handmade premium cigars. Handmade premium cigars. That's it. it. So they all, all kind of fall into that category. Yeah, I and we can so. rewind the tape as Ed was pointing out. You could just hit yeah. the rewind button. You can see that I said that at you the beginning. You did. Okay, yeah. so we went full circle, and that was it. So we didn't need to do the show. No. We didn't need to do it. Wrap but it up. What we do need is the Don Raphael offer of the day. Brought to you by Don Raphael Cigars. Everyone has a price. Would you do this? And if so, for how much? One hundred dollars. I got it in cash here. Oh, nice. That makes me nervous. Then you're able to do it. $100 to do whatever work task the person to your left says for you to do for one hour. $100 an hour. $100 the person to your left. And as you can see, there's nobody to my left. But every one of you guys have somebody to your Interesting, left. Interesting. Because if I were in Australia, you would be to my left. <laughs> <laughs> Right. But, so, but we're not in Australia, so I can clearly not choose you. You are to my left. Yes. Uh, for one hundred, uh, one hundred dollars for the next hour after the show's hour. over. After the after show is over. Hours a long time. It's a long time. I mean, I like Oliver and everything, but no, I'm out. Full, full I don't list. trust him. You don't trust my vocabulary is not very. Jonathan's going to tell you something to do I'm, for. An- I'm not taking down my billing rate for that. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, and Oliver, is there, is there a bonus involved if the if the work is done well? It, it's expected no, to be done no, well, no. and it's me no, for, for no. an hour. No, Oliver, no. you could fire everyone. Have you bathed? Have you bathed today? Yes, I have. <laughs> then, then possibly, <laughs> yeah, possibly. No, bathe no, me? no, no. It, it would can't. be tougher than that. And that's with a, all with a stimulus check coming out soon, I'm going to say no. And that's a good call. That's <laughs> a good call because I was ready for this. Oh boy, <laughs> nope. 
Following message was submitted through the Contact Us page of thecigarauthority.com, and Charles writes, Mr. J, I finally had the opportunity to watch last week's episode of The Cigar Authority. I love the Aladino Corojo Reserve and really enjoyed the comparison of the aged and unaged sticks. I would like to get into aging boxes, and my question is, what kind of humidor are you all using to hold six or seven boxes at a time? And I, when I started aging cigars with this process, I didn't have the humidor I have now. I had a much smaller unit. So for me, everything was rotation. I was able to fit. <clears throat> thanks, Oliver, for that <laughs> low-hanging fruit. Uh, I was just keeping notes on the bottoms of the boxes and able to rotate those cigars out. But I would say you'd need something that holds at least 250 cigars to be able to yeah, put saying, boxes in. Yeah, you six yeah. or seven boxes, right? What do I have? You have... Uh, What's it called? Uh, I don't know. It's a big cabinet. It holds 1,000 cigars. Yeah. It's awesome because I had a bigger cabinet before, and I just got the smaller cabinet, and it holds more. Isn't that weird? Hmm. Because of the way it was shaped or whatever was going on. But yeah, I your old one had too many sections in it. They yeah. were they were all connected, yeah. so the humidifier worked. But too many sections, drawers for singles, it was a waste. Yeah. So now it's just one of those big black cabinets. It's it's narrow, black, can, all glass door in front. We sell them. Come and see us. Everybody sells them. Yeah. Yeah, you can pick them up for around a thousand bucks. Humidifier that you put in there is going to matter. Yeah, and, and, and I, I have to hand it to the guys at Cigar Oasis. Their system is awesome because it operates on a baffle. So when the fan is on, the baffle opens. When the fan is off, it's closed. No humidity gets out. Right. So when I tell you I can hold my humidor within a tenth of a point to sixty-two percent, it's right there. I have one home, one in the office, and loaded up, and it's awesome. Years go by, and it's. Freaking fantastic. So that's interesting that you want to keep the humidity at the same, at the consistent. I want to keep humidity. it uh, in the humidor. I want to keep right. it low. And when I'm dry aging the boxes, I pull them out and put them on top of the, right. the humidor. Yeah. Only, and I say that only because Nelson uh, with Selected Tobacco has this very unique way of aging his cigars where he has his humidor. He has, I mean, it's a, it's a large room lined with five different cedars, but he actually brings humidity down to 40% and then back up to 70 then back down to 40, which you know we've talked about. On back the, and forth, uh, back, back and, and forth. forth to breathe. Time. So the cigar is breathing. You can imagine. Taking per, yeah, all yeah. those impurities out and breathing in when it goes back up to 70%, breathing in all those different cedar notes. So Yeah, and he um, leaves the cigars like in wheels. I never saw it, but in wheels of cigars. And, yeah. Uncellophane, just raw cigar. He has them in the cellophane, but what he does also that's very unique is he punches a hole in, uh-huh. the, in the cellophane. And that's what I love about the cigars as well when you – any Atabe buyer in some because he was switching out for new cellophane on some, but an aged cigar, the cellophane becomes yellow because it's taking some of those oils. So yeah. I love when you open up a new box of Atabe, it's not new. Those cigars have been aged in that cellophane, so you can see the yellow. And something scent. that uh, many people don't realize is his cellophane is true cellophane. It's a wood-based cellophane. When you burn it, it smells like a wooden match burning, so it breathes. And that's the same cellophane that Perdomo uses on his. There we go. All right, let's get a classic three-way in. Let's do that. Brought to you by Classic Cigars. It's time for This Day in Classic History, brought to you by Classic Cigars. Classic Cigars are now the most affordable cigar brand in America. With prices as low as $1.50, this cigar has something for everyone. The Classic Connecticut is light and smooth. The Classic Maduro is bold, but never overpowering. The Classic Cameroon sits somewhere in between with hints of sweetness. 
and the classic Cuban is a real knockoff of the taste and flavors from old-time Havana's. Classic cigars are sold in cost-saving bundles of 20 and sold in five great sizes, ranging from $1.50 to $2.25 per cigar, which makes Classic the most affordable, premium, handmade cigar in America. Classic Cigars. Now, if Oliver is willing to give up the country of origin on this new firecracker that he keeps teasing us about, uh, I'll let him go first. If he's not, it's me. Why, why would it possibly be you? You came in dead last. Yeah, you came in zero points, actually. Because I just thought I mean, of this. God have mercy I just thought of this soul. idea. Ed Sullivan, right. you're up. Yeah. <laughs> I'll give you a country of origin, just so we know, is Louisiana. All right. <laughs> Louisiana is the country of origin. Ed Sullivan, in 1776, when the U.S. Congress claimed the Declaration of Independence, independence from Britain. Did I just give the answer? No, I didn't. But when <laughs> was God. when was the first Independence Day celebration held? That's not how this game 1492. works. 1492. When was Independence Day celebrated in the U.S.? Well, first, I'm, I'm going to guess later than that. Here we go. <laughs> It'd be a good guess, but go ahead. Uh, 1847. 1847. What do you say, Oliver? I'm going to go 1986. 1986. <laughs> I'm going to go with 1777. For the point, 1796, Mr. Jonathan. It took him a while to get around to it, but it did. Oliver, to you. Past presidents. Thomas Jefferson and John Adams both died on the anniversary of the Declaration of Independence, 4th of July. What year? Cool. They both died the same year. Same day and same year. 4th of July, what year? Who were these people? They were Thomas Jefferson and John Adams. They both died on 4th of July, the same year. What year? Man. Thomas Jefferson, John Adams, death. Jeez. Uh, Cheese. Take your uh, time. Uh, Just give me a year. No, Questions I are going to get tougher. 18. 18 it's, it's 78. 1878. They would have been way old. Yeah. I'm going to go with my original answer of 1777. Okay. Uh, see, I'm going uh, 1794. For the point. It would be 1826, the cool. 50th anniversary. They pretty well. The 50th anniversary they oh, died on. Cool. They died on. So Ed Sullivan gets a point. Mr. Jonathan has a point, and it's over to to Mr. Jonathan. Statue of Liberty represents to the was represented to the U.S. in Paris today as a gift from the French people to America to commemorate the abolish of slavery on the 4th of July. What year? Uh, I'm going to say 1877. 1877. I'll go later than that. I'll go 1894. 1894. Ooh, I'm going to go for the prices right, 1901. 1901 is over. 94 Gosh. is over. Mr. Jonathan will get it at 1877. It was 1884. I was right there. Mr. Jonathan has two points. Ed has one. And an Oliver has zero. May God have mercy on your soul. May. And it goes back to Ed Sullivan. America. America. My country, tears of thee. My country, tears of thee. Is first sung in Boston, Massachusetts on the 4th of July. What year? Really? Yeah. Isn't this interesting? This is fascinating. Here we go. What year? Man, it's not a very good song. <laughs> uh, I'm going to say 18... 
1812. They did an overture during that, but yeah. 1812. Go ahead, Oliver. Mm. Time to think 18, was during this 1832. Thing. 1832. I'm going to go with my first answer, 1777. And for the win, that's me. Uh, the win is going to be Ed Sullivan. He said 1812. It was 1831. Oh. He said 32. Oh, come on. Yeah. Ed Sullivan has two points. Mr. Jonathan has two points. And the last question, unless we have to go to a tiebreaker, all of them. How do you have this many questions? I do, because I figured he'd need all the help he could get, and I was right. How is there this much history? <laughs> Just has been going on for a long time. This is to Oliver, I think. Yeah, we'll give it to him. Giuseppe Garibaldi, That's Italian it. general and nationalist who helped unify Italy, was born in Nice, first French empire. He had a Toscano named after him, and he was born on the 4th of July. Giuseppe Garibaldi, born today, what year? Uh, well, interestingly enough, I do know this answer because uh, <laughs> my family's French, and that is right. 1842. 1842. Uh, I'm going to go with 1401. 1401. Yeah, it was 1861. 1861. And believe it or not, 1401 will win it because you guys were over. 1807. Oh, nailed it. And Mr. Jonathan is our champion. It's hard to believe. Hard to believe. I'd like to thank Oliver Nouveau for getting zero points. I mean, you could probably always win by saying like 12 BC. Yeah. Try it. Try it. <laughs> Try <laughs> it. Go that way. All right. Final thoughts here on Firecracker, and I'll stop by saying to you, it's too strong for me, and I'm going to be smoking it all day on the 4th of July, this along with the Perdomo Firecracker and the United Cigar. It's what I'll be smoking because it's not that I choose to smoke a strong cigar. It's the 4th of July. What the hell are you smoking on the 4th of July? This is what you got to be smoking. There's uh, some subtle notes of uh, lemongrass, white lemon pepper. Grass. You go to that a lot, lemongrass. Yeah. I have to try I it someday. I don't go to it all that often. It just stands out to you lemon for some grass. reason. Lemongrass. Where can I get some of that? The supermarket? Really? In the lemongrass section? Lemongrass section. <clears throat> lemongrass, you do have to cut open. So would you say you have to cut this open and get the full flavor? You should cut it with a straight cutter. Cinnamon Chinese pea pods. That's what this is. Closer to that. Chinese pea pods. I've seen them on the plate. I've usually pushed them away. I had cinnamon early in the cigar, and the cinnamon has subsided, and now I'm, I'm picking up some lemongrass. Lemongrass. Lemongrass and white pepper. Maybe I'm thinking of the ribs. It's pepper. That it's, I'll be smoking this weekend. It, it's way different. It's an espresso with maybe a little lemon twist. But no pepper, little little pepper too. Touch of cayenne. Yeah. So you, for some reason you say I'm completely wrong, and then you go in, and the only thing you've added is a little espresso. Other Not than a little that, espresso, espresso with a little lemon. You you have the flavor profile that I said. Does lemongrass taste like lemon? It does. That's why they call it lemongrass. Oh, yeah. if I were riding on a Vespa through <laughs> lavender fields in <laughs> southern France and. I, I, Provence, yes, you, in Provence, yeah. I would I would say those are the notes that I'm getting that fresh. Lavender air. Like the, some of them Herbs Day Provence. Yes, and that meatiness from the bugs. The, be, <laughs> the best flavor note that I ever heard ever was Nelson Alfonso. Mm -hmm. The best flavor Stop. note ever. Stop. 
bleep this. <laughs> the sweat of a horse. Yes. But he said it. What? No, but he said it so proudly. <laughs> he said the sweat like of a, a horse. Like everybody around him was going to be like, yeah, yeah, you nailed it. Yeah. And that's so good. <laughs> yeah. Because in his world, he tastes the tobacco. And he finally had a flavor profile he could put into words, and he just was like, I'm going to blow you guys away with this. <laughs> yeah. The sweat of a horse. And it was someone else's cigar, and it pissed that guy off. It did. It did. God, God rest his soul. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> All right, that's it. We're going to do the after show, and uh, nurses, what? Something. Uh, nurses and stress and yeah, cigars that nurse away stress. Yeah, that's what we're going to call it. Cigars <laughs> that nurse away stress. You'll see why it'll all connect later on. But next week, the worst cigar brand names of all time in a special game for our Care Package Prime members. Are you a Care Package Prime member? If you're not, you should switch to the Prime or you should sign up and become a Prime member because we got a little game that's going to be played start next week. Until then, you've been listening to The Cigar Authority on the United Podcast Network. And uh, it's quite possible you've learned nothing in the last a lot two of hours. Stuff. Always remember to keep the lid end out of your mouth. The views and opinions expressed by the hosts, guests, or callers of this program do not necessarily reflect the opinions of the Studio 21 Podcast Cafe, the United Podcast Network, its partners or affiliates.